The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It is finally half time in the Edinburgh Derby, so let's get the story there with Fraser Wishart. It is Hearts 1, Hibernian 1. Not a classic, not a lot of great flowing football, but it's been a great watch as these games often are. Hearts at the opener by Utara Oda early on and they were on top for most of the game then it turned on 28 minutes when Alex Cochran the Hearts defender was red carded after a VAR check and Kevin Nisbet drove the subsequent free kick into the net a goal that gave Hibs a real lift and they have dominated the game now from then on as always a frantic start to the game Lauren Shanklin spoken to in 10 seconds for a needless foul on Lewis Miller near his own corner flag but the first chance came in the 7th minute when Will Fish got his head to a loose ball from a corner couldn't get any power in it and it was saved comfortably by Xander Clark and the opening goal for the home side came a couple of minutes later Hibs couldn't clear a long throw in from James Hill it was headed to the edge of the box great touch by Yutara Oda and the Japanese winger fired low into the net with his left foot right into the corner of the net a really good finish by the winger Hearts fans now in full voice they knew that Hibs needed two goals and a real bad clash of heads a bad instant between Peter Haring and Jake Doyle-Hayes Haring came off worse and had to come off and he was subbed by Keogh but overall pretty scrappy game Hearts pretty comfortable football wise plenty of effort lots of challenges by both sides but no flow to the game two yellow cards one for Stevenson Jake Doyle-Hayes booked for Phil plenty of stoppages then came that instant 28 minutes the game turned on its head Alex Cochran tackled Chris Cadden as he burst onto a loose ball on the edge of the box Don Robertson gave a penalty yellow carded Cochran and after a long VAR check he went to his monitor Don Robertson overturned the penalty kick gave the free kick on the edge of the box of course that meant that Cochran's yellow card became a red as he was denying a goal scoring opportunity outside of the box three minutes after the incident Kevin Nisbet quite calmly drilled the free kick low into the net I think Hearts would rather have had the penalty and 11 players on the park Paul Hanlon then tried his luck from distance good save by Clark got a hand to it to push it over and Hibs fans in full voice Hearts rocked they brought on Civic from Akai to strengthen their back four with ten men and took a while for them to get back into the game at all a couple of darting runs by Ginelli's crosses were cleared from the six yard box but it was Hibs who almost took the lead as we approached the break Xander Clark touched a Newell shot from ten yards over the bar and from that corner Newell swung it into the back post Lewis Miller the big right back the big Australian came in to meet the ball free header and he headed the ball wide from six yards it was an absolute sitter and he had his head in his hands because he knew he should have put Hibs ahead just before the break so as it stands Hearts hang on to fourth place but can they hang on to this result with ten men Hibs on the front foot fans around me subdued and a bit worried Hibs fans to my right making plenty of noise an exciting 45 minutes ahead here at Tynecastle it's Hearts 1 Hibernian 1 that is going to be a blockbuster second half let's round off our first half teaser before we move on any further the first half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online Since the summer of 2019, Celtic and Rangers have taken a combined eight players on loan from English Premier League clubs. They are Ahmad Diallo, Shea Ojo, Andy King, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Mohamed El Yunusi, Shane Duffy, John Joe Kenny and Fraser Forster. Well done if you got them all. Actually, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel did not too badly, I have to say. Your namesake as well Gordon Eleven Was in third place On the podium Well done to Gordon Paul Don Was second fastest But the winner Was the man who sends us Teasers during the week The crazy pony Pony. He was on Twitter And he's won the teaser As well We've got a good Who am I Later on in the show That's you for the first half Let's try and go back To Celtic Park Andrew What's the 
What's the occasion like? What's the mood like? Because sometimes, even though it's trophy day, it can still have an end of season. I feel from our distance, it doesn't look like the game feels that way, though. It does a wee bit at times. I mean, Celtic have been, you know, very good. They've played their sort of fast-flowing football. They've been, you know, impressive at times. There's maybe not been quite the competitive edge that you'd expect in a game where both teams are fighting for league places but there certainly still has been a lot of quality here as well that's not lacked at all and you look at the goals Celtic have scored which are you know quite typical goals and what you see from Ange Postacoglu's side the first one is you know Greg Taylor coming inside where he works so well in that midfield area playing that pass into Kyogo a lovely turn inside and then a great finish and then for the second goal it sums Kyogo up because as soon as he notices that Callum McGregor is going to line that shot up before he's even struck the ball Kyogo is on the run he's running towards goal making sure that if there's going to be a rebound that he'll get on it Kelrus spills it and Kyogo gets the ball in the back of the net but the fans are enjoying it here they are uh, having what is a bit of a party atmosphere there was thousands of them that gathered outside to watch Martin O'Neill carry the Premiership trophy up Celtic way he was followed by Ange Postacoglu and the Celtic players of course there was a, a phenomenal display in here as well before the game so it is certainly a day that the, the Celtic fans will enjoy in the sun and it's far from over as well because after the match of course we'll see the, the players go up individually and get their medals or get their hands on the trophy and you'd expect Ange Postacoglu will address this crowd as well over the, the Tannoy system yeah, it'd be interesting to hear what he has to say Because it always is But particularly in light of recent Spurs speculation Where are you finding your intrigue in the second 45 in Paisley, Roger Hanna? Well, the intrigue will be whether Rangers can put their foot in the accelerator And build in the goal that Fischer-Sakala gave them midway through the first half It have been the better side in the first half Samirin not really carrying much Who knew Paisley was such a technological black spot? Honestly, you th- you thought you three thought you were getting a break to tuck into your halftime pie. Just keep talking, Roger. I'll come in in two or three minutes. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm told by technological technological experts that if too many people use their mobile phones <laughs> beside this machinery, Gordon Dale, that can happen. Well, it depends. Mm. It depends. No such issues at Tyne Castle. How are the crowd mm. taking it all, Fraser? Is it is it a bit nervy? It's very nervy around me. We sit in the main stand, as you, as you know, Gordon. We're surrounded by the, the half supporters, and usually they're quite vocal, and they've got a word or two to put in my ear as they, as they walk past for their half-time pie, but uh, not a word. And it's Ibs fans to, to my right. And I think the Ibs fans will probably, after 25 minutes, begin to think, can they get back into this game? Because Hearts were completely on top without ever threatening David Marshall's goal. I think they've only had two efforts on goal. One of them was the goal from Oda, but they, they, they looked comfortable. They were one up. At that point, Hibs needed two goals. They were hardly near Xander Clark's goal at all. Then, of course, it all exploded in that 28th minute with the, with the incident where they ended up with Kevin Nisbet scoring and Alex Cochran getting that uh, that red card. So Hibs fans really got a lift from that, as did the Hibs uh, players. So I think the fans around me, the Hearts supporters, I think they're pretty worried. It's a bit subdued as I'd heard them towards the end of that first half because it was all the action was around their penalty box. Well, probably got time to go back to Fraser because there's a long difference between the kickoff times. But an interesting change at half time, Andrew McLean for Celtic. Yeah, there is indeed, and it is going to be James Forrest that is coming on for Celtic. Leila Bada uh, is the man who makes way. He didn't look injured, certainly, in that uh, first half. He looked quite impressive as well. He was really direct in his running. He was causing Aberdeen all sorts of problems. But, you know, James Forrest, there was a, a testimonial announced this week for him this summer. They'll be playing against Athletic 
build battle. So it will be a nice moment for James Forrest to, to come on and be part of Trophy Day because, of course, he has been part of so many of these uh, Trophy Days with Celtic, so many uh, titles he's won with the club. So James Forrest is on for the second half. Leela Bada goes off and we are back underway. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes With Clyde Build Windows and Doors Buy now, pay nothing till 2024 And I've actually got an exclusive for you Someone has just been in touch Breaking news to tell me that apparently Underneath James Forrest's strip There is a shop that says Thanks Mark Wilson for the nice <laughs> things you said to Neil Lennon When we were in the reserves together I mean it's pretty small font And you might not be able to to yeah. see it. But the, the sentiments there Ah I knew you wouldn't forget James He's he's a humble man But look he deserves his, his second half And usually when you see things like this It's like a send off It's you know coming on to play his last game But he's obviously got a long contract Rewarded with a, a testimonial It's funny when I see him I still see him as a young kid You forget the age of him Andrew's right How The amount he? of titles that he's won at the club The amount of honours that he's got is incredible Truly remarkable servant for the club. He's the fourth most decorated Celtic player after Billy McNeil, Bobby Lennox and Scott Brown, I believe. Uh, so he's worked so hard for Celtic. Uh, Kyogo down there, Ooh, the fans will want to see one. that. Yeah. Ooh, the week before a cup final, Celtic fans will fear the worst. And it's one of... It is of... It's typical Kyogo where he chases the goalkeeper down and puts him under all sorts of pressure and almost pays off. The goalkeeper just clears the ball But he does catch Kyogo on the ankle at the same time He does uh, I mean Aberdeen get themselves into all sorts of mess there Forrest was after him But it's Kyogo That almost nicks it off Ruse Ruse gets the ball But he, he just catches Kyogo with fall through I think he'll be okay He'll be mm, alright Fair I, whack Yeah um, I yeah, think he'll be, he'll be okay right. yeah. well, well, We've all been there <laughs> See I see it when he's on the ground And he Waits till, up. waits till he's up And then gives it yeah. I think he'll be alright Once he's jogging about I'll give you my opinion on He's alright uh, James Forrest did come on Of course On Wednesday night it wasn't a particularly Successful evening For Celtic But we've not seen him In a while Funnily enough The game, the last game before that Was the 4-0 win Against Aberdeen At Celtic Park In February So On at half time um, As you say It kind of Often that, that Had he not signed A long contract Mm. I would think that was a fair way. Yeah, yeah. But he's obviously contracted for a long time. Now, what that means is, well, we don't know actually what it means. Mm, Kyogo's it, it, gone back down. He's not comfortable at nah, all. I thought he sort of was looking. He's gone back down again. He's in real bother. I think it was a hefty one. He can't put any weight in his foot by the looks of it. Well, uh, yeah, he does. That, that is an absolute whack from the goalkeeper. You think so? I, I'm not sure. Is as, as I look short at me, Mark. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, Kyogo's been here before where he's went off injured and yeah, everyone and thinks oh, everyone thinks he's going to miss a large period and he's back in training and he, he plays the next game. So we'll need to see what that means. But O's been, well, he was impressive, I thought, O's at Eastern also Road. also not daft, is he? Mm. That six-pack comes out regularly. Yeah, I used to do that. All the time. And you can't, you can't blame the guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, seriously. I, yeah, I like that. I like that. A little bit of, look what I've got. Uh, it's a great opportunity for him. Uh, I think Mark's right. I think the other night there, I thought he was, he was uh, played very well. Um, you know, he's in good form. So, uh, look, there's no risk needed here. He scored two goals. Oh. He is limping. I, think, but to, I know what you're saying, and not to sort of 
Pick you up too much On the choice of words But I don't think This is about risk He can barely put weight On his ankle He's in, he's in real pain Yeah he's getting better this, this is not one that He would play on If this was a different I'm, Circumstance I'm looking at I've diagnosed it That he'll be fit For next week There you go <laughs> He'll be fit for the morrow Yeah I'll, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A wee bit of ice on that. Uh, you'll there's be no fine. doubt he took a hit, but he'll be all right. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. St Mirren nil, Rangers two, Fashion Sakala two. He's cut in again off the left and lashed at home. Fashion Sakala is on a hat trick. Yogo is as well, but he won't get one because he's gone off to be replaced by O. Urminski in the goal didn't look great. It has to be said. Um, it's 12 for the season now for Sakala Rangers are comfortable Teams coming back out at Tynecastle, Fraser Yeah, a couple of changes for Hibs as well Gordon, I'm looking at you Harry McCurdy is standing at the side of the pitch And also Ewan Henderson has, has come on as well I'm just trying to see who's going on I think James Jago is certainly one of them And maybe Lewis Miller as well as Chris Cadden Dropping back a bit Miller missed an absolute sitter just before half time I don't think it's because of that I think it's tactical Because Hibs know they're going to have plenty of the ball They know they're going to have the, the, the extra man and they're going to look to make the most of their attacking options. So interesting changes by uh, Lee Johnson here because uh, they, they know they've got to get this goal. Hart still not out, but the Hibs fans gave their team a huge welcome when, when they came out there. Huge noise. I think maybe just shows you what it's like. We talk about it all the time about uh, ticket allocation. When you give the away team uh, that full stand, it certainly gives a really great atmosphere to the game. So Hibs make those two changes. They're certainly going for it. They know they get 45 minutes, one goal, and they jump ahead of Hearts into fourth place. Now, it's going to be interesting. Harry McCurdy's had a, a complex relationship with Hibs, I think, safe to say, since arriving, but he may well imagine it. What a time it would be to step up and score the goal that gets well, you above inc- your rivals. Incredible. I, I don't want to go too quickly here, but I think Harry Styles will be finished before Fraser's tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> a man in the know yeah. you, aren't you? The current affairs. Yeah, I'm going along tonight. I'd like to see that. Oh, I like Harry. Did you like, see him playing the old course the other day? Yeah, I'm very impressed. Looks like he was alright. Like yeah, good swing. Golf good, good swing. Well, yeah, from what, from what we saw, I think a lot of people enjoyed his concert. Not for me. Not no. you? No. He's no, hopeless. I'm. I'm. He's hopeless. <laughs> Celtic hit oh, the post and it goes really? a begging. It was a nice effort from Matt O'Reilly through a crowded penalty box. Another good move, actually, from Celtic. The man who came on for us working it in, incisive pass and just tries to drag it into the corner. Does Matarelli. It goes through the legs of two Aberdeen Ooh. players, hits the post and goes away. Been very good at that this afternoon, Celtic, finding that forward pass. And I mean, understated this afternoon, Cal McGregor again, though, just always seems to punch those passes in nice way. It really does well to get shot away and it's just clipped outside of the post. Comfortable for Celtic this afternoon It's only late in the season We stumbled across a new feature of course For the show which was Could Gordon DL pull off fashion statements Employed by current players It all started with the Haxabanovich Diamond, diamond teeth yeah I could pull off Grill teeth that he got nah. We had a bit of debate Have you seen Harry McCurdy's hair? Yeah um, so I, a purple mohawk I, 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 I've not got enough to get the, the hair up to He's the not mohawk. got loads either to be honest Yeah but purple at my age nah. No, I, I'm not going down the hairstyle. People no. who I was thinking of the turkey trip, but I've gave that up. I'll... People who dye their hair and have it styled. You're about like to that. offend a lot of people. I can just sense it. No, carry no. on. They, <laughs> as professional footballers, they're immediately under suspicion <laughs> of what? Don't, do not answer <laughs> that. Okay. No, no. I'll be. I'll be the, the type who would go onto social media, for example, and like 
A comment about going back to the club you left in England Ah, see he knows his social media does this guy um, oh. Acrobatic effort from Jota. Jota Again, maybe one that was tight on the offside But I don't think the flag went up And if it had gone in it would have been special Oh, what uh, pass I think that he is. is onside And it was Callum McGregor plays that again That was quite something Jota leaps high in the air Gets a toe to it But he just can't direct mm. it goalward Unlucky uh, Matt was right there when he highlighted that Celtic with his forward pass have been excellent this afternoon cutting out Aberdeen defence wide open yeah what was it so Harry McCurdy did a few he liked a few tweets but did he not also put something on his Instagram you know one of these Gareth Bale yeah things like where he sort of golf, Wales, Wales and Madrid, Madrid in that order yeah <laughs> like McCurdy went and put something like that and he had yeah. a list I think it was four on the list and he had Hibs at the bottom He's a current Hibs player <laughs> That's not a way to sell yourself he's today a, no. He's, he's a bit of a base, I watched him there night when he came on and he, for him, yeah. he was, he was lively Because um, remember, I told you at the time before He scored he came, a few goals before he came here I Remember though, it was, was it at Swindon when he got sent off And he went and burst a protein shake all over the referee's suit Remember? Oh, I didn't know that Did he really? Yeah, I told you this when he signed So he, I think he got Should see the size of shit now? I think this <laughs> <laughs> Sleeves oh, on fire the day. Sleeves are out to <laughs> Get him in the Stan Comedy Club that was, that was The awful. jokes Absolutely like that eh? <laughs> Yeah I told you this when he signed I think he he got. I think he got sent off. He went into the ref room and threw a protein shake, and it like exploded all for the ref. Really? Wow! Imagine, Takes a special. Imagine Willie Collum coming out and <laughs> whey protein. So what you're what you're telling us is Harry's a dafty. He's lively. Oh, I think dude. the FA charged him with it. And that's who Hibs are turning to to get them yeah. into Europe. Yeah. 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 So if he scores a goal this afternoon, it's every chance. If yeah. he gets that. Um, purple mohawk on the end of a cross mm. and it sends Hibs above hearts no one will be complaining <laughs> I can't believe it honestly right producer <laughs> producer Dan's on the show this afternoon okay yeah. um, you know kind of dip in and out to help us from time to time and bring his expertise but you can tell that he's he's a bit out of the loop because yeah. he's, he's just suggested foolishly irresponsibly that I ask you, Gordon Diel, what's your version of golf, Wales, Madrid? <laughs> and if you think, producer Dan, I'm going there on a family show on a Saturday afternoon, you are sorely, sorely mistaken. Uh, Can we just agree golf would be in there? Golf would certainly ne- be in there. Well, I wouldn't be talking about that. Other right, enough, enough. Okay, <laughs> anyway, Celtic 2, Aberdeen 0, 56 on the clock. Rangers 2 0 up as well. Andrew McLean. Um, is watching the game at Celtic Roger Hanna is in Paisley and it's Fashion Sakala um, who has the double for Rangers although Andrew has also just suggested this is a good one uh, golf would be in your top three yeah yeah trips to Asda <laughs> oh certainly oh, I love a trip to Asda we discussed this during the night yeah I love uh, during the week sorry. I love a trip to Asda I make no apologies bath night love a bath night yeah Wednesday hump so, night there's no real space in your top three you might need to add a fourth or bump one of them out. Ooh, you know what? I, have you seen? I could mix one. You, the other enough, one. Enough. You've been getting a bit. Of, <laughs> you've been getting a bit of attention actually on Twitter this week. Have you seen it? Because you're not on Twitter, are you? Uh, don't tell me I've been getting ridiculed again. Yeah, I mean, the, I, f- I feel that the people are just picking <laughs> on me. I really do. No, but see, the thing is, the resemblance here is uncanny. Have you not seen this video? It's gone viral, and it's a. Should we see a larger gentleman in an AC Milan strip? He's playing like seven asides or five asides. 
And when he's really large And he brings the ball down in his thigh And he volleys it into the, the top corner Out of context football Were one of the, the Twitter accounts that posted it uh-huh. And people are on suggesting <laughs> it's me. That this looks like you I mean, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that looks. By the way, it's identical. Do you know you? About stay, John McStay sent me that. Same, same, <laughs> same hair. I'll tell you what. Same, that's the way I used to put them. Up. That's the way I used the same to shape. Shoggy, have a look at that. That's the way I used to put them away. So <laughs> chest, boom, belly hanging out. That is you. That is you. Conor McGregor. Oh, like facially, facially, hairstyle. Same. I'm not saying anything about the belly. Be happy. Do you know Listen My reputation's went down a hill I'm glad I'm past all that Brian Kirkwood uh, Sent me Loads of, To be honest Loads of people probably. Sent me it. Gary Kirkwood Got involved Lots of people Sent me it Very like you Very <laughs> <laughs> Top you Yeah Do you know what I forgot about You're getting No time at all on this But why not We'll do it anyway It's the end of the season It's just like The last day at school When the teacher Used to wheel in the telly And you oh, knew you were getting love that Aye. Space Jam or something On the TV To keep you occupied <laughs> Showing my age Or my lack of For some of you um, My head's all over the place But let's squeeze in The second half teaser Hugh Okay The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online The longest question in the world as well When you've got mm. time constraints Painfully I played, easy I think too yeah. Carry on. I played for three different clubs During my time in Scotland None of which were Celtic or Rangers In this time I won the top flight golden boot And the players player of the year award I was never capped for my country And never won any major honours in my career Who am I? Played for three different clubs During my time in Scotland None of which were Celtic or Rangers In this time I won both the top flight golden boot and the player's player of the year award. I was never capped for my country and never won any major honours in my career. Who am I? Speed is going to be vital here. Mm. Absolutely vital because that's so doable. So carry on. Get them in at Clyde SSB. Mark I Wilson's shaking yeah, his head. Listen, He's got it already. Actually, gave yeah. him the name. He's furious uh, with Hugh. Actually, Dan is not happy with the That's a ridiculous question. <laughs> you shattered the illusion that Hugh Evans doesn't write these himself. He gets some help as well. <laughs> well, well he was too that one, sunburned to write the question this afternoon. But that was easy. That's. Listen, it's that all about participation. Nah, it's easy. It's a race. We're not trying to catch everyone. But I won the race. I, that, I got a, it before he'd finished was the question. That as easy as the chance that O has just missed there. By the way, a good ball in, just flashed past the post. I, I'll agree with you. Probably should have done better. But I think uh, not quite in the sitter category. No, no, it? not at all. But I think he's come in for some unfair criticism. I think he's he's got a big future. At Celtic Park His game time's limited Because of Kyogo And the form that he's shown But when he's come oh, in Looking for Shinny Yeah yeah. He sticks his thumb up at the ref I think he knows it He knows it's coming He's not that baller Hattati oh, Hattati Hattati is not, not like him A bit of reaction It's not like Hattati Absolutely not Right up and fold Shinny right wow. away Shown his I mean it's teeth. It's just a run of the mill Foul by Shinny Just pulling Hattati back You don't usually see him react I think he was frustrated Because he knew It was a good opportunity but that's a bit of experience from Shinny. I really like Shinny, good player. Yeah, you've always said that, haven't you? Yeah. You've always been a big... A big fan, big fan, ever since the day he confronted me at Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, that was interesting, though. I've not seen Rio Hitati react angrily to anything, to anything in his no. time here, I don't think. Not happy, but he's been very good 
today yeah, he's had been. a great season but missed a chunk through injury but today back in form it'd be bad news for the Inverness players sitting watching this and I take it there's been no shot yet from the sky cameras but Kyogo will be sitting somewhere with an ice pack on I assume we'll, we'll know about Kyogo at full time because he's the best dancer in you can, yeah you can do that on one leg he's done it on crutches before hasn't he so yeah. he'll, mm. he'll manage I'm sure and fell over oh I don't remember oh, that with the yeah, shoulder with the shoulder and he fell over he does get excited He likes the After game celebrations Doesn't he Where Well it's a short career You've got to enjoy them Mark That's what I say That's, that's a bit of advice that's, that's lovely That's a nice scene Really interesting though Like This is going to sound obvious Because clearly I can't speak Japanese Right And his English is Is limited But I Did an interview with him A couple of weeks ago And was struck at Just how Sort of shy And sort of unassuming he is like again, I know that sounds daft because you think, well, maybe he wouldn't be shy if you could speak Japanese, but not that. There was more to it than that. The translator was there, and he was saying that he, um, he said well, he, he wants to tell you that he's actually he's very nervous. The the lights from the camera are making him very nervous, and it is honestly Hugh. He's so quiet, so sort of shy and unassuming, and then. You see the way he parties at the, the, the celebrations. You see how he's yeah. sort of killer instinct on the pitch and the way he goes about his business. Oh, Alistair Johnson now down injured for Celtic, oh, yeah. and he's been outstanding all day, and he doesn't look very he comfortable. He does not look happy at no. all. I look like, what was his that injury like before? Injury, I think, yeah. yeah, all of the injury that he's had, you can see the disappointment in his face, the way he's sitting as well. This one doesn't look good news. No, which would be a shame because he was right. It, been outstanding all afternoon you can see a marked difference when he plays in the side not just defensively everything from build up play movement that final pass is, is so much better than yeah. when he's not on the team it's amazing Celtic have played so well uh, they've been so entertaining and yet Kyogo and Alistair mm-hmm. Johnson I mean if you get into a cup final with neither of them um, it wouldn't be great for Celtic I mean Ralston and Burnaby are no Johnson and Taylor um, And Andrew Postacoglu Yesterday You know Saying he hoped the, the main hope Was to get through today Unscathed And it, it certainly Doesn't look that way Particularly Alistair Johnson If you've Been out with that An injury to that mm. leg It certainly looks similar You come back And then You have to go off again Next week sounds like Might be a struggle Might be a struggle Um the only thing I would say is that he's had 60 minutes under his belt So if it's not as bad as we first think And they can maybe strap him up then Seven days I, I'd expect days. to see You know he doesn't have to train midweek really You know because he's not missed a large chunk So they'll give it all the time I think they can I think they'll give it right up until He's not particularly limping But the signs for me was When the camera went on him He realised Same injury reoccurrence mm-hmm. But Look, if you're Ralston, you're thinking you're beauty. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'd be thinking. 100%. Oh, you know, you've got to be selfish. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. Before any big game, I was hoping the centre forward maybe get a wee niggle. Cabrias come on for Stevenson <laughs> for Hibs, which player. means Hibs have made four subs and there's only 55 minutes gone. Sometimes that can do that to you I suppose where hearts are down to 10 men. You know, they're disadvantaged but it's, it's causing Lee Johnson to almost... Overthink Yeah constantly search for solutions mm. He knows he has to go and win the game Yeah sometimes you can overthink it uh, He's obviously trying everything um, It'll be interesting <sighs> Look we all know 
playing against 10 men isn't the easiest because they'll just camp in there they'll make it very difficult they'll not give you any space um, they're at home the point does them so so far it's it's good news for Hearts but still a long way to go in that game well, the Hibs fans can't point the finger at the manager sometimes they point the finger and they'll say well he left it too long he should have changed things up he should have freshened things up he's went for it he's done all in his power it's now over to the players on the pitch to make the advantage count the numerical advantage count and what have we got left half an hour left maybe a wee bit longer at Tynecastle yeah, it's going to be a a big finish there oh, do you know what we need to do today well, I know we were need I was hoping you wouldn't remember it's one of my favourite days of yeah, the year the it's results. like Christmas day for me oh, the predictions the predictions yeah we need to get the pre-season predictions out now I wonder should we do it just now and do it in the studio or will we try and grab a word with Roger Hanna and Fraser Wishart get them involved at full time because they are guilty potentially as well mm, no mm. I would out them well you've got to get the big one right So that mm, Anybody well, that's not listen, got the big one right wait, is Just you wait in case, you've, <laughs> in case you've forgotten You might have Do you know what remember But wait we'll get them No later. no And of course I mean there will be there, There's no escape A lot of the other pundits that They'll be listening Marvin yeah. Bartley Did he give predictions? Don't know if He must Andy have Andy Haldy Kenny Miller who yeah. must, Some of them must have well, done it They all done it so we'll need to have a look And we'll need to come up with a, a scoring system What is it, a point for every position you get right? I can't remember And a hundred table. for the, the, the top of the league team Can you? I that, can't that's remember. fair I can't remember my table I, I made a complete Don't mess worry. of I've that got them. I've got a few bad ones yeah, in there Because the week prior to that i done the show here with um, Ewan Cameron And he forced me into a prediction I went Celtic and then I changed my mind Mark Wilson is stunned because a, Cel- a topless Celtic fan, <laughs> a young man, has been spotted crowd surfing. Uh, but you Celtic. know the most oh. impressive thing? He's getting passed backwards. <laughs> you know, it's crowd surfing. It's not in his side. I he's getting passed right. up the stand. How good would that uh, Roy Emmett? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that before yeah. at a football game. Sometimes see it at the old rock concerts. So, but no. Someone somewhere is stressing about the health and safety implications <laughs> of that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway That's the quick way to go to the toilet um, Yeah, interesting <laughs> Interesting indeed yeah, The crowd's certainly enjoying the football on the pitch As well as the entertainment off it Yeah, it feels like the injuries have had a little bit of an impact And sort of well, it's diminishing very, the momentum of it all Very costly 2-0 if you, if you lose Alistair Johnson and Kyogo For the cup final Mm. It's yeah, just been a wee bit stop start as well. I think Aberdeen have played their part in that in this second half. A few fouls and this latest one on Matt O'Reilly. I think Matt O'Reilly's been really good as well today. That's a wee bit late. He just passes it back into Hatati and he's taken out. You can see Hatati again, incredibly frustrated at the nature of how this second half is going. Yeah, um, Alistair Johnson had gone off. Remember, there's a cross that's deep. James Forrest, not seen a great deal mm. of him since he came on. It's a very different right side now with Anthony Ralston over there as well, replacing Johnson. Well, Celtic just try to entice Aberdeen out. Aberdeen haven't had a shot on target the whole day. Not you, know, one. you know what I was going to say? We've not spoke about him, not had much to do, but Awata, you know, up against Duke, one of the best strikers in the league this season, and it's been... Quiet oh, from both of them This I afternoon ex- You would have expected better It was nice footwork from Jota You could tell he was thinking about the shot But just ran out of space So he rolled it to Hatati In a perfect 
shooting position Sort of 19 yards And he completely drags it Just snatches at it And it goes wide He's capable of so much more than that From there Mark He's that good That you expect him to hit the target I actually think the Aberdeen player Getting across Just slightly puts him off Makes him take it out Wee half second Quicker Than he probably would have And he just drags it Disappointing Effort there Yuan uh, and Janelli Are hurt At the Edinburgh Derby They both Ran into each other Off the ball um, Which you don't see too often So few of them have been in the wars there today similar story at Celtic Park remembering Paisley Rangers lead by those two fashion Sakala goals to nil so Samirin have had levels of success against both Glasgow's big two this season but doesn't look like it'll happen today Cholak Barisic Arfield and Devine all coming on for Rangers well Michael Beale uh Sentimentality comes into it with Arfield and this uh, the swan song for him. Uh, with regard to Divine, he's he's the future. So Michael Beale is just uh, taking care of the past and the present and the future. Yilmaz, Sakala, Tavernier, and Haji all going off. Yeah, it's a good opportunity. After, you know, unless St. Murn do something drastic, the game's away from them. Um, it's an opportunity to give players some game time and um, it's all, it'll probably be always in the game plan for Michael Beale to get three or four on at the one time and just rotate and he's obviously doing that in a good position Young boy Lowry was still sitting on the bench you know, I keep going on about it but we did hear that he was the future he was an incredibly talented player I think a lot of Rangers fans would, would like to see more of him um, because he has looked impressive and in shades but I don't know what it has to do to I don't, get any minutes see, see the way Michael Beale's going with the, the amount of midfield players that he's got at his disposal he's obviously uh, brought in another one um, I think it's got to be a limited time end of the road for him I think so Mark um, as you quite rightly say I think if he was if he was in that pecking order he was no, those sort of a plans in the back of Michael Beale's thoughts Games like this today, get them on, whether it's half an hour or a second half and get them involved. You may see them before the end of the game, but I just don't think with the amount of midfield players that Rangers have got now that it's going to leave a big opportunity for them. Well, he'll have to make a decision himself. As I say, Rangers fans had high hopes for him, but if that is the case, then the Rangers manager has been honest enough with, with players in the past he has to be honest enough with the younger players as well and say look you're either part of it or out you go alone and play some real football John Lundstrom wearing the captain's armband such as the disrupted nature of the team no Tavernier no Goldson I think even maybe who else would have been in, in front of Lundstrom in the pecking order maybe is it Ryan Jack Ryan Jack's playing yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I did see a clip of Lundstrom's goal in the training ground the other day you think that's what's done it for that's a what's training done goal. a, a okay. training ground goal sensational yeah, volley I'm sure I didn't think honestly I didn't think he had something like that in his locker but that's that's he, him, that's he earned him the arm button Gordon I'm certain um, he was name checked specifically by Michael Beale yesterday of course along with Tavernier and Goldson when talking about the experience they've got left after summer departures so maybe just a nod to that well, it's uh, kind of petering out at Celtic Park now. Uh, the crowd will be getting ready for the after-match celebrations. Uh, the, the players too, perhaps, and we'll see Kyogo and uh, Alistair Johnson and see what kind of shape they're in when they take part in those celebrations. But 
You've got to say that Celtic have tried their level best to entertain, to emphasise their superiority, and that they are going to end the season with more points, more goals, less draws uh, than they did uh, last season. So all you can do in a day like this, the objective is to show why you are the champions, why you are getting the trophy at the end of the game. And uh, Celtic have done that. And they can also go with the satisfaction that, statistically, they are better than they were last season. Oh, everyone's in the, the wars today. Chris Cadden's now been stretchered off. He was filled in the air by James Hill. Fell awkwardly. You could immediately sense the discomfort. And he's been stretchered off. You know what? There's no good time to get injured. But none worse than the last day of the season. What about the first day? Mm, no, yeah, first, uh, no, no, no. Yeah. The first day you're still first minute. It wrecks your holiday. You mean exactly. You are <laughs> oh, in doing rehab. The physio. I'll see you next week. Um, what do you mean? I'm off on holiday next week. No, you've got an injury. We need to assess you. And quite often, you're not even dealing with a first team physio because he's away in his holiday. You're dealing with some mm. other physio that's been drafted in. Yet you're in. Oh, do horrible. you know? I went. I went too early there, Gordon. I went with you, but I totally agree with Matt. <laughs> See, I knew you would. Because I used to hate even getting injured on a Saturday. You had to get in a Sunday. That was worse. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> that was a bad. Show. I just, just pretend you're not injured. I went straight for the town. I just didn't mess about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Celtic oh, might have nipped in oh, for a yes. third and indeed no, they no, have. No, it's not. No, offside. Mm. Oh. Jota cannot believe he's offside there. I think he's. I think he's got a show here. Yeah, well, it'll be looked at anyway, like yeah. all goals are. Um, so let's have a look and see if we can spot anything immediately. Nothing doing offside. yet. Oh, offside. Yeah. Oh, I'll take it back. It's yeah. a good yeah. shout from the assistant referee. I think that will be. You know, so was, was it Matt O'Reilly just kind of stuck out a toe? Diverted it through And this is the thing like, That is a Brilliant shout yeah. From the assistant I mean, you're, No one's ever going to talk about it You only no. talk about the ones they get wrong And they, those must be so hard With all that crowded penalty box Because you're not even looking for Jota Because the pass isn't I don't think it's intended for him No No not at all So you have to give credit to the assistant Brilliant Referee I did have my stint Remember at the start of the season On the No you were good on at On the that. line I was <laughs> I nah, think I got were good at that. Everyone wrong So it's Incredibly difficult job mm. Talking about the celebrations Hugh Did you see uh, You see Man City's trophy day Last week And how they Conducted it Where the players went in And everyone came out And all the staff came out And the Man City strip But the amount of staff yeah. That lined up Almost like a guard of honour For each player to give them a high five shows that that obviously comes through the manager appreciating the, the work the staff do. Wonder if we'll see it in similar. Tate Dunn and Tate and Dunn, Fraser and Taylor are they all on? I think for St Mirren. Or no. Tate and Dunn for Fraser and Taylor. I would assume. Um, Roger Hannon Very unclear with his communication Roger's not, not like having him. a good day it's is he like He's got his mindset on a big uh, dinner tomorrow night I think Real that's Football writers yeah, are worse Rod, tomorrow yeah. Remind me Hugh Because a lot of the winners are known already aren't they yeah. Ange Postacoglu I saw this this morning Kyogo um, is, so is that public already is it Well it is now That's just who Hugh thinks is going to win it yeah. Roger's scratching his baldy But he couldn't <laughs> tear his hair out <laughs> No that's <laughs> <laughs> That's just who thinks is good. I'm, I'm still, I'm still holding out. I'm still holding out for for Kevin Van Veen. I must say, maybe, <laughs> maybe Max Johnson. That's uh, public. I know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
young player of the year. That's yeah. hard, that one, isn't it? It has to be under. Well, it's, uh, it's going to stipulations, yeah. That's right. And Max Johnson, by the way, I know he came in the second half of the season, played more regularly. But by the way, what about his Go ahead, lose him, Gordon. Yeah. Early on in the season. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, lose him. Well, he's out of contract, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, you can't Where's he off to? <laughs> Can we get another exclusive on that? All, down, so, all sorts of No, I think there's even no Bologna Bologna just raid everyone Oh, oh I don't love it I think there's been a few lads. suggestions um, what Good was the club, player um, Was it Norwich, was it? No, where was it he went? Yeah, Norwich He went down visited the, yeah. the training ground apparently A man on my train this morning wearing a Napoli shirt There you are well, they won Did the you league, get off at Clyde Bank? Cosmopolitan people in Clyde Bank Did you get off at Clyde Bank? Yeah I, yeah, Cause I think I saw him I went for a coffee before the show And saw a guy in a Napoli yeah. top Well there you are That's big news Napoli yeah. there Did you see the manager getting his first tattoo That won the league Oh it was a belter Napoli on his forearm yeah. oh, Alright You thought Hugh? No What will he do with the sack him? Exactly uh, that, That's <laughs> what annoys me about no, these people Silly right. guy Partner's name God on your, on your arm And then yeah. you I, I'd need some arms <laughs> <laughs> Just st- I've no room mate Stick it on that right I'll leg laser me again <laughs> I'm just looking Get through these picks. Just looking through these predictions Honestly Who's oh, the worst? Magnificent. Who's the worst? Well the thing is what's, What is quite tough about this is There are oh. If we do have a goal for Celtic this time That's going to stand Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements And it's Carl Starfelt It's a corner kick He Mm. was under Not enough pressure If you're Barry Robson But does ever so well Bullet header Underside of the bar And it's Celtic 3 Aberdeen 0 Well that used to be the way of it For Celtic centre halves You know Come up uh, And assert yourself And an absolute free header But to be fair to Carl Starfelt He puts it away Terrifically well yeah, it does well there It's as routine a corner as you'll ever see A good delivery into the middle of the six yard box And Starfelt doesn't have to do much actually He just stands here These two have done this a couple of times today Goal flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements And now Rangers go 3-0 up at almost the same time And it is Antonio Cholak He's had a real strange up and down season And out with injury all things said, it's his 18th goal of the season, which is a pretty good return, you would have to say. Um, but back in the team and scoring goals, Antonio Cholak. I think I think you make a great point there. 18 goals, and you don't really you don't you don't count on him as a regular. Um, you're right; he's had a mixed bag this season. Um, he'll need to get a good pre-season under his belt. See where he goes from here. The one thing. The, the jury's still out on him for me The one thing I look at him sometimes and think Yeah, I watched him at Easter Road that night I thought Rangers were brilliant And his movement and his goals were great um, And then he sort of disappeared again He's back on the sub, he's got a goal today You just wonder what the future holds for him Because Michael Bale obviously mm. with Morelis leaving Certainly got yeah, his strength a, in that a position point blank header There was a corner, Arfield won the first header At the near post And then Cholak with a simple finish uh, so both Celtic and Rangers are 3-0 up Celtic made more changes there David Turnbull I saw coming on Who else? Ben Summers Hatati and O'Reilly went off There you go You notice Hatati picked up the litter As he walked off That's a Japanese characteristic When I went there for the World Cup The stadiums after the game Were cleaner than they were Before the game started The crowds tidy up the stadium Before they leave I'll never catch on No, no. Um, great, great introduction that For Ben Summers A nice tenacious winning of the ball back Drove forward Pulled back for a free kick Yep Good young player I think The Celtic manager Really likes him He's getting more and more Game time And it's about 
Taking your opportunity I know he's only got 10 minutes here To, to make an impression But these are the, mm. the the ones When you look at the good young Celtic players Historically who have come in mm. They've all made an impression One man James Forrest We're chatting about Scores in his debut Makes an impression So you have to take your opportunity Remember that Euro 2004 When Greece won it Aye Remember, you can yeah. remember that quite well That's when Ben Summers was born <laughs> Right at that point Just to 2004 yeah. That's it's crazy yeah. It's not great is it I mean don't get me wrong There are Well it's great for him there are his family old, There are 2006s That have played in the Premiership This season Remarkably yeah. so Makes you feel <laughs> anyway, Much older than you are uh, Rangers are now Three at the back King has come on For Matondo so Just kind of Changing things up Three three nil up there Nothing really uh, doing. Do you know what I've realised It's going to be tough To do the proper Sort of league table Of how you're Of, of who won the predictor If you like Because Oh, oh, and every time oh. I try and talk about the predictions, we get interrupted by things that are far more important. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Oh, has added a fourth for Celtic across from the left, header into the top corner. As simple as you like. 82 gone, and Celtic are cruising 4 0 to the good, and another goal for Oh. Well, that's the way to stir up the crowd before the party. Uh, it's a terrific ball in And a fine header from O So Aberdeen's defence Beaten by two headers One by an out-and-out striker One by a centre-back And they are getting a going over It's a great assist from Jota as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's just His tailor-made ball Brilliant balls Just stood up Far post for him I tell you what O didn't even need to put that as far I'm In just the corner jump right. I was just going to say that And I thought Does that sound stupid Because no. it, it did not need to Put it right in the corner uh, um, As, a, as a striker That been in that position I'm thinking Yeah That's an easy target There you go But he's actually You wait, you see the way He's aiming his head And he's buried it At the goalkeeper There was no point Even moving Great for it. I told you this lad I like the look of this lad I think he brings Something different uh, I think he can Goals it's his first season He'll be a big player no, I actually think what's happened Is a problem with Alan Muir's Walkie talkie Or whatever it is I'm sure it's not His earpiece's Mode of communication I think it's more that Than a check on the goal I could be wrong um, But he was over getting his Equipment seen to Which mm. is an unfortunate phrase And He's back over again Just get on with it I think we'll be alright for Eight minutes you can't remaining. Can't do that, Matt. You can't just make up as you go along. It's got to be right. He's all good. There are he's got there new, ba- go. new batteries and he's fine. He's, he's get on his way. Way. What happened before this technology? The refereed the games. Now they depend on it so must, much. It must be getting tense at Tynecastle. A good save there from Xander Clark. He threw himself high to the right to push away a Hanlon header, and we're now at the territory where a Hibs goal wins this. Yeah, it? And yeah. It, 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 it puts them on top But they're seven minutes behind Oh that's it? true Yeah, So there's still a bit of time to go The Dazzler said it'd be a draw Right before O so rudely interrupted me we'll, we'll, do it, we'll need to sort of do this properly and sporadically throughout the week Because we can't give you points for correct guesses on the predictor until tomorrow really mm-hmm. Because we don't know if What order Kilmarnock and St Johnson will finish in uh, Sorry Kilmarnock and Ross County will finish in so it's a bit tricky and it could change everything. So just an overview since it's the final weekend. We're all tidying up the pitch. <laughs> Look at this. Have you ever seen it like this? Let's go through them here because you you lot have had an absolute nightmare. I mean, if we start at the top, obviously Gordon Diel and Hugh Keevans, you need to hang your heads in shame because yeah. you got the main one wrong. Yeah, You uh, both predicted Rangers to win the title and in case you hadn't heard, that was not the case. Okay. Your uh-huh. defence, please. 
I said I, the week prior I went for Celtic and then for some reason I just I, I totally bottled it and went Rangers right, don't know why rubbish I, excuse. I can only okay. apologise your defence Mr Keevans should you wish to offer a not guilty plea You've been asked to tip something that is mm. 38 games away In a season where 8 managers lost their job That mm. I've went out of the Scottish Cup to Darvo Dundee United lost 9-0 to Celtic mm. See on that point Hugh I've got a funny feeling I've got second wrong as well <laughs> I'm not sure I'm buying it Mr <laughs> Keevans You've tried But that is not in the spirit of the pre-season predictor So well, Bail denied um, My on... my defence is I wish 358 other offences to be taken into consideration uh, which obviously means Mark Wilson well done, you were ah, the only one. Uh, yeah. I, I don't like bringing mm. it up But I was right Because I looked at the evidence uh-huh. Of what I saw last season And I looked at the evidence Of the squad And players getting better And a, a second season For Ange Postacoglu and, and I just couldn't see them And I might get a shout for Celtic TV yeah, So I may as well keep not, in the loop No, 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 because no, here's the It's just knowledge from the guy And he's ah, not the nonsense. only one Andrew McLean who's at Celtic Park today I've got his sheet He knows his stuff He yeah. does know his stuff, this guy He does He predicted Celtic to win the league Well done, Andrew And we're not done yet I'll run Fraser and Rogers past them later as well Now obviously Gordon and Hugh If you got the top one wrong yeah. You got the second one wrong So we know that for bad sure start for you too It is a bad, bad start stuff. Now we go on to third Oh no There's a theme here Goes pear shaped I won't be too far away Everybody Get went hearts Everybody went hearts Mark Wilson hearts Hugh Keevans hearts Gordon Dale hearts All done Can't get that one right either Which means Mark You can't get your fourth right Because you went Aberdeen Oh I was so unlucky Gordon, don't want You went Aberdeen in fourth So you can't get it Uh oh Do you know what's coming here? He's looking at you Do you know what's coming here? No I can Almost forgive you For the top one Uh Your fourth place suggestion Come on Dundee United (laughs) Oh no (laughs) That's made my day At the time At the time When they beat AZ Altmar At the time Uh, Do you know what I'll actually give you that I I understand that That's where they they finished Round about their last season Got into Europe Well done against Altmar But this is the whole point It is about a bit of fun With hindsight Dundee United are going to finish bottom and go down. You I, I know who I tipped to go down. Fourth. And uh, this we'll is, to that. there's more trouble coming. I don't know what you're laughing at. I don't, <laughs> what, are you, what are you two laughing at? You both had Dundee United in fifth. I know. It was a nervous laugh for me because oh, I knew okay. what was coming. <laughs> <laughs> and yours, Mark Wilson, doesn't get much better because you, 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 you took Kelly in sixth. <laughs> This is woeful You did you did a lot of your good work With Celtic aye, to win the aye, league aye, And Rangers to finish second But yeah. then it was awful I didn't care about the rest I of the I just league. want one right Did I get one right? You, you took me. Aberdeen to finish sixth At least they got them in the top six um, uh-huh. Seventh place for you Gordon DL Ross County It's not brilliant oh, no. Hugh Evans, You took Kelly Seventh again uh, Mark you took Hibbs Nah, nah. Yeah, I regard all this as a failure on the part of managers and players. Exactly, it's not it's not your fault. No, and it, beca- fault. it becomes sort of much of a muchness thereafter. I think Hugh, you took Motherwell eighth, which what are they going to probably finish seventh? Are they seventh? Um, yeah, nah, they'll be seventh. Fair enough. Okay, Ma- Gordon, you took Motherwell eighth. Oh! Mark, you took Ross County eighth. That's oh, not great. Livy 9th And like I say Much of a muchness there I won't get hung up on them However Mark Wilson And Hugh Keevans Public apology please To the people of Paisley Because you both <gasps> took St Mirren To finish dead last Rock bottom 12 out of 12 They've gone and finished 6th He's a contender for manager of the year Beating <laughs> Celtic and Rangers And you had them both to go down
Oh, yeah. I do apologise to all the people of St Mirren because they've been terrific this season. In my defence, had they not had a poor again the cup, league, the league cup, the was league terrible. cup, and I, I saw enough there that I thought they would struggle. But who did I have to get horrendous? All I could say is they flipped it. <laughs> Thirty-eight game again. Fluke. We won't dwell on it because it takes the fun out of it. But they, they, they did stink the place out in the League Cup groups, and that's yeah. when you were asked yeah. to make your opinion. So yeah. fair enough. Um, Gordon, you had St Johnston to go straight down. <laughs> Unlucky. You were in the running. You had Kelly to finish eleventh. Well, so I'm still in the mix. You might still get that right, uh, Hugh. You had St Johnston to finish eleventh, as did you, Mark Wilson. Mm. Yeah. So um, No good <laughs> Tell you what We asked you for a couple of bonus ones Which were inter- which were equally entertaining Top goal scorer Gordon DL And Hugh Evans <laughs> Went Alfredo Morelos <laughs> oh. <sighs> you're laughing at Who did that go You for? guys don't even hear He went Jackie Mackis Packed <laughs> <laughs> his case and went oh, I can't remember. believe that uh. um, Here's an interesting one All three of you Went Jota player of the year Oh, Every oh. single one of you He's not been bad By any stretch of the imagination Just hold that thought He's well, standing over a free kick just, yeah. He might just bump this free kick He started kick great against Aberdeen With that, yeah. that goal in the top but corner did he win player of the year? He certainly didn't Well we'll know um, tomorrow night No the PFA, the PFA. Is, is done um, I'm surprised not even one, one of you Went for, for Kyogo I must say on the um, Oh he's oh, the bar Yeah but the rebound is in the back of the net Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And it's oh again at the double Celtic 5 Aberdeen 0. They're finishing the season like they started in many of those early season games, blowing teams away. And it's Celtic 5 Aberdeen 0. Been absolutely terrific this afternoon. And then the set piece from Jota is hits wonderful, the hits the crossbar. But oh, much like Kyogo earlier on, it's the first one to react and tucks it away. So uh, then you can really say that uh, Jota's Celtic, the player of the year No, no. But you can say Oh oh Two goals <laughs> Oh dear mm-hmm. uh, And very quickly then Just before we have our fun with you three You both went You all went No you didn't actually Gordon and Hugh Went Celtic to win the Scottish Cup We'll find out Oh yes you Hugh and uh, Mark You went Rangers to win the Scottish yeah, Cup Yeah 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 And they were unlucky took, You took Hearts to win the League Cup That's a <laughs> random choice <laughs> I did that you and Hugh both went Rangers to win the League Cup. Hugh, you've just copied me. So you, you two had Rangers to win a double. I know. You, you guys are, oh, just, oh, should you be say, ridiculed for when such. When you say it like that, it does sound really silly. Yeah. I hope you get hammered on social media. <laughs> so everyone get your thoughts in. <laughs> did you not tip Dundee United to finish fourth though? I but I got the big one right So That's the one you want right You're not the only one A lot of your A few of your colleagues Got the big one right as yeah, well But I'll reveal who They know their stuff Lee Johnson has Been booked Because he ran into the Harps technical area To get the ball It's finished in Paisley Roger Hanna It's finished in Mirrenil Rangers 3 Rangers finished With a well deserved victory Here in Paisley Two goals One in either half from Fashion Sakala and then substitute Antonio Cholak putting the icing on the cake near the end. St Mirna was a difficult afternoon. It started losing Ryan Strain to injury after just six minutes with Marcus Fraser coming on. It was a slow burner, a couple of off-target efforts at either end, but then a bit of quality in 26 minutes. Red Van 
Yelmaz feeding the ball to Fashion Sakala on the inside left channel. He cut past two or three St. Mirren defenders and then hit a close range fierce shot that Scott Sanza just couldn't keep out on the line. Robbie McCrory called into action to save from Marco Hara before the break, but then just a couple of minutes into the second half, the game really put to bed with a second Rangers goal. And again, Sakala, man of the match, a really impressive contribution, cutting in off the left again, a powerful right foot shot across young goalkeeper Peter Arminsky and inside the far post. The game hit a bit of a dip, but then a lot of substitutions on the other side, and it was two of those Rangers changing that length for the third goal in 77 minutes. A cornered in the right, flicked on by Scott Arfield, and therefore a point blank header was Antonio Cholak for his 18th goal of the season. The Rangers players are waiting right now, going to be, applaud the supporters packed behind that goal. They finished a poor season on a high. Michael Beale said it's good riddance to the season. I wonder how many will be tipping Rangers for a title next year. St Mirren nil, Rangers 3. Yeah, don't you go anywhere. I'm not finished with you yet, Roger Hanna. Sit tight, but first of all, it's full time at Celtic Park. Andrew McLean. Celtic 5, Aberdeen 0, the full time score. And Ange Postacoglu's side wrap up their Premiership season with a convincing and entertaining win before they left the trophy after the game. Celtic started well. They looked at it from the opening minute back to their flowing best and after a few half chances it was that man Kyogo who opened the scoring Greg Taylor with a pass to find Kyogo in the box a smart turn in the box onto his left foot and he found the top corner with his shot to open the scoring he then got a quick second 32 minutes in Cal McGregor's shot from the edge of the box was saved by Keller Roos but he could only palm it into the path of Kyogo who found the back of the net into the second half and a big worry for Celtic Kyogo running to close down Keller Roos Roos slid in, won the ball but caught Kyogo in the follow through and it was bad enough that the striker couldn't continue he was struggling to put weight on his foot and that's a big concern before the Scottish Cup final next week all came on and Celtic continued to push for goals McGregor found Matt O'Reilly in the box his shot hit the outside of the post Alistair Johnson was also then forced off with injury uh, seven days out from that final at Hamden the third goal came through Carl Starfelt he headed in Matt O'Reilly's corner off the underside of the bar and in a fourth followed shortly after a lovely cross from the left from Chota O got up and headed that one right into the top corner O then got his second and Celtic's fifth Chota with a free kick this time that one hit the bar but O was quickest to react and he turned in the rebound a pretty perfect end to what has been a very impressive league campaign for Celtic the podium is now being set up in the centre circle at the moment the trophy left to follow here at Celtic Park but the full time score is Celtic 5 Aberdeen 0 well we'll hear plenty more from Andrew McLean he will describe the trophy celebrations and everything that goes on to us we're not finished yet in the Edinburgh Derby it is going to be a very tense finish one goal for Hibs now would do it can 10 man hearts hang on Roger Hanna just before we go would you like to hear your pre-season predictions back Hey, fire away Gordon Okay you also took Rangers to win the league So you can hang your head in shame Along with Gordon Diel And Hugh Keevans We already know that of course means you got second place wrong Because you tipped Celtic You too like everyone to be fair Took Hearts to finish third Understandable mistake But you joined the Dundee United in fourth club Roger Hanna now I think you'll find Gordon there was actually nothing the matter with my predictions last summer where the problem arises is that the teams I tipped they performed well below par rather than me performing well below par you'll find and also also you need to live and learn from these things if you look at your dear friend on Twitter Derek FM who's pointing out the number of correct ACA predictions from all the pundits this season 
and I'm clear at the top of the ACA prediction list. You've been, in the, you studio, you've been in the studio about three times. Let's not get carried away on the ACA predictions no, before no, we're done no, with this. No, I'm just I'm talking about learning from early season. It was a, it was a difficult pre-season for me with the predictions, but I've, I've soared away as the season's you're, gone. You're Robert telling Hattie. me because we're not done yet. What I will say in Roger Hanna's defence, the makeup of his top six is not bad because he's got Aberdeen in fifth and Hibs in sixth. So he's at least got most of the, the, the clubs right who made the split. And he's got Livy 7th, not a million miles off. Ross County 8th, not great. Kelly 9th. Motherwell 10th, that'll teach you. And again, people of Paisley, it was that League Cup group stage that's done them in for the predictions. Roger had St Mirren in 11th in the playoffs and St Johnston to go straight down, which they have defied. Credit to you, Roger Hanna. You did correctly predict, unless something drastic happens with Van Veen tomorrow, you predicted Kyogo would be the top scorer of the Premiership. Well done to you. You predicted Celtic would win the Scottish Cup, and we will find out in due course. Rangers to win the League Cup, we know that was not the right one. And perhaps the most rogue shout of the season from any of you, now that we've got the benefit of hindsight, can anyone remember who Roger tipped for Player of the Year? John Lundstrom. I've admitted to this. No. You're going to tell them, tell your friends to see how they react. No, you can't. Just give me a name, come on. You, you can't possibly know that John Suter's going to be injured an hour into the first game of the <laughs> John <season>. Suter! <laughs> He's the, he's the only old firm defender with a worse injury record than Mark Wilson and I've tipped him to be player of the Don't year Don't start turning that run at me now Roger It was you who made the statement as a poor shit. For what it's worth he's looked pretty good in the last few games since he came back It's all I can <laughs> offer you Roger Hanna but needless to say John Souter did not manage to lift player of the year There we are, we've had your fun Go and speak to John Souter and Michael Bielan Keep in touch <laughs> Take care. We're not done with Fraser Wisher yet. Andrew McLean, you're still there. What's happening in the building the stage? Yeah, the stage is being built at the moment. I can see it. It's his Champions 2022-23 Celtic Football Club. It's got the Celtic badges on it as well. The pyrotechnics are being laid out. There was some live music as well just on the full-time whistle. Not a single Celtic fan has left the stadium yet. The players have gone down the tunnel at the moment. They'll be out shortly. We'll see if they have any specific T-shirts or anything. They, of course, at Tynecastle had those back-to-back Champions T-shirts on. So we'll see if they've got anything special organised for today. But the Celtic fans will be in their seats for quite a while yet because there will be a lot of celebrations to follow. The medals are in place. I can actually see uh, some more banners being put up by staff on the pitch that do say back-to-back champions. That'll be another photo opportunity for the Celtic players to stand and share with supporters. But yes, I'll keep you posted on when the players are set to come out and collect those medals and when Callum McGregor is going to go up and lift that trophy. Right, we should have time then. We've still got a break to take, but we should have time. I want to get back for the trophy lift, but well done to you, Andrew McLean. You did correctly predict that Celtic would win the league and you're seeing the trophy today. Yes, Sam, indeed. And I also went for Lauren Shankland as top goal scorer, which I think I got a bit of stick for, but he's not too far off, so I'm not... not I'm not too unhappy with that Okay, yeah, I think I'll I'll give you a bit of credit there Um, Rangers to finish second, well done Hearts to finish third, everyone did He's got that wrong, Aberdeen fourth It's the rest of Andrew's top six that worries me He had Ross County and Dundee United to finish in the top six It's not brilliant Uh, Hibs seventh, Livy eighth, St Mirren nine, Motherwell ten Kelly eleven So we might not be too far off on that And the poor Perth Saints 
Andrew had them straight to go down I don't know if you guys all discussed this But Jota, player of the year And this is the thing with Andrew McLean Because you give with one hand Well done He predicted Celtic to win the league But he thought Rangers would get a cup double uh, At the same time way off, way off. You were hoping I was going to miss that one out, Andrew I did have some logic to that. I looked to last season, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was very good in cup competitions, won the Scottish Cup, got to the Europa League final. I yeah. thought, you know what, he might continue that cup form into this season and then we all know what happened. So, yeah. Exactly. So we'll leave that there. Trophy lift is next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Let's go back to Celtic Park, Andrew McLean. Yes, the Celtic players are out on the pitch. They emerge to the Champions League anthem and they are now going up to get their trophy, uh, their medal, sorry, one by one, led by Joe Hart, first of all, and Greg Taylor behind him, Antina Ralston. The players won by one, as I say, being handed the medals. It was Martin O'Neill that had the uh, trophy as he came out. Cal McGregor is actually addressing the crowd now, so I'll let you listen in. You can let me know if you can hear him okay or not. Cal McGregor just saying there that he can't wait to get another crack at the Champions League. Of course, straight in to the Champions League group stages for Celtic. And the players going up to collect their medals. It will be Ange Postacoglu's turn to address the crowd now. He's got the microphone in his hand. He's going round all four sides of the stadium, waving. He's just about to be asked a question. So we'll see what he has to say to the Celtic fans now.
Well, that has always been the message from Ange Postacoglu. We never stop. And the word he kept using again. It's about this relentless nature of this Celtic side that they just keep on winning. It's a juggernaut that will not stop. He was thanking the players. He was thanking the staff. He was thanking the supporters. There's actually torrential rain, which is now battering down inside Celtic Park. And you may have caught that as well. He said, champions again, because I'm a lucky man. And that was, of course, in reference to, I think, something Michael Beale said quite a few months ago. He said that the Celtic manager was maybe lucky that he had money to spend. There's been a few references to the word lucky in the past. It's something that's definitely stuck with Ange Postacoglu making reference to it there. A wee dig as Cal McGregor picks up the Scottish Premiership trophy. He makes his way to the middle of the podium, surrounded by his Celtic teammates and the anticipation builds inside Celtic Park. They did this a year ago. They lifted the league title. Callum McGregor lifted the league title and Celtic once again are the champions of Scotland. There's fireworks, pyrotechnics, all sorts going on as the Celtic players jump up and down on that podium. Ange Postacoglu standing at the side applauding alongside CEO Michael Nicholson as well. Martin O'Neill also enjoying himself but this is a day for the Celtic players the Celtic staff and the Celtic fans to enjoy they are back-to-back champions and Ange Postacoglu is keen to make sure that this is not the last trophy they win this season because they've got to and they want that third one I'm sure many of the fans will be out partying tonight the players might be as well but their focus will quickly shift to that Scottish Cup final next Saturday against Inverness. Ange Postacoglu has hardly put a foot wrong domestically, has he, since taking charge. He'll be aiming for perfection. He won't be happy until all three trophies are in the cabinet. You wonder if he'll even be happy after that because he's constantly pushing for more, isn't he? He says his focus is firmly on the next seven days. People will be wondering what the future holds, though, for Ange Postacoglu. Really strong links with... Uh, the Tottenham, uh, Tottenham job, obviously, this week. He was very diplomatic, you'd say, in his answers when he was asked about it yesterday. I'm sure that won't be the last we've heard of it, but certainly the next few hours, the next week for Celtic fans will be focused on the celebrations and the good times and what could potentially be added to the success this week. But one by one, the Celtic players going to the front of the podium, lifting that trophy, a cheer every time. That trophy goes into the air. The celebration's far from over here at Celtic Park, and I'll bring you more shortly. Well, Hugh Keevens, the truest saying in football for many is that the league table doesn't lie. We knew, we've known for a long time Celtic were going to be champions. It was confirmed a few weeks ago, and now it's party time. A Hollywood finale on the park, 5-0 win. Hollywood finale from the manager. That was some speech to give just before the trophy was handed over to the players the bold facts are they won three games more than they did last season they scored 22 goals more than they did last season and they finished the season with six points more than they got last season and Ange Postacoglu remembering the immortal Tommy Burns as he called him the fans loved that the 50th 15th anniversary of Tommy's death last week and he actually said they're there and they're always there after the 1989 Cup Final when Celtic beat Rangers at 1-0 and 
Ange Postacoglu immersed in Celtic's history the TIFO display at the start of the game breathtaking and Ange Postacoglu's speech for a man who's not happy really when thrust into the public eye like that his speech for the fans absolutely inspirational yeah terrific and you heard 60,000 they are just dropping silent hanging the manager's words every last one of them and he's right what he says it, it should be celebrated with the players the staff everybody connected with the club but they've got one more week to go to seal a historic treble not a bad uh, way to finish your league campaign uh, they turned the style on today for the supporters it's been a perfect day five goals yes there's still a little worry over the injuries with Johnson and Kyogo hopefully they'll be okay for next week They'll obviously go on their very firm favourites to go and get an trophy in the cabinet. But there was business still to be settled elsewhere. Who finished fourth? Who takes the Edinburgh bragging rights? It's done at Tynecastle, Fraser Wishart. Yeah, it's harsh to take the bragging rights. They finished here. Hearts won, Hibernian won. Dramatic day and in dramatic scenes at the end of the 90 minutes, Gordon, because there was an incident where both sets of coaching staff it looked to me maybe one or two of the subs was are coming together at the side of the pitch they were all getting in amongst each other lots of pushing and shoving that then broke out onto the pitch itself as they made their way onto the pitch some of the players who played in the game were involved as well but I don't think they were actually involved in anything too dramatic but clearly one or two of the coaching staff must have said something to each other and there was certainly an incident there with Don Robertson and the other three officials just watching what would happen so I think we have to keep an eye on whether anybody's done anything that's worthy of reporting but as to the 90 minutes I think the Hearts fans I don't think they'll cheered a draw as much at home with only two shots at goal and 30% possession but they're there they only had 10 men for more than an hour and they survived long periods of pressure pulled on to fourth place the two key incidents happened in the first half 11 minutes the Hearts took the lead a long throw from James Hill not clear really good touch on the edge of the box by Yutari Oda and the Japanese winger finished brilliantly with his left foot low into the left hand corner 28 minutes came the turning point Alex Cochran tackled Chris Cadden on the edge of the box Don Robertson said it was a penalty kick yellow carded Cochran that he went sent by VAR to the monitor he changed his mind Don Roberts and said no penalty but had to red card Cochrane because of denying a goal scoring opportunity because it was outside the box Hearts down to 10 men Kevin Nisbet walked up and drilled the free kick from 18 yards low into the net Miller then missed a sitter from 6 yards and headed wide as Hibs got a real lift and dominated towards a half time whistle but in the second half it was all Hibs chance after chance after chance Yuan shot straight at Clark from 20 yards Hanlon then threw himself at a new corner really good header saved by Clark high to his right McCurdy headed a Hanlon cross weak and wide then Henderson the closest that they came Henderson corner the bodies were going for the ball it hit Paul Hanley didn't know much about it it then hit the post and bounced wide rather than towards Will Fish who was ready to score and pushed hard and hard hips towards the final whistle and the one chance they had Harry McCurdy chest the ball down 20 yards out and volleyed it just over and that was Hibs game going a match you can take your eye off both sides total commitment there'll be a few sore bodies in the morning it a long season for both but both Edinburgh clubs will play in the Conference League next season but it's Hart sorry with the bragging rights they finished fourth Hibs finished fifth full time Hearts won Hibernian won and the old Jambos hang on well done to them uh, in a sense for finishing that part of the job it was meant to be third it looked like it would be third for so often Hugh um, but even to state the obvious fourth is the next best thing yeah but ultimately there'll be severe disappointment they had an 11 point lead over Aberdeen at one point and did not see it through Fraser are you still there? Yeah, still here. Just, just a quick bit because I'll tell you what. Just a quick bit of um, credit to you. I'm having a quick look through these predictions. I think you might be the best of the lot here. Do you remember? Not like me. Not like me. 
Well, yeah, I think I would be pretty close. I'd Celtic for the league. I think I'd Kelly for eleventh. I think uh, you had yeah. exactly. You had Celtic to win the league. You had Kyogo to be the top goal scorer. You were one of the only ones. You had Kyogo to be player of the year. Do we start a we start a conspiracy oh, that he fixed it? There he you fixed go. it at the PFA do just to make there sure that he could get it right. You had Celtic to win the Scottish Cup, we'll find out. You did take Rangers to win the League Cup, fair enough. You had Rangers second, Hearts third, Aberdeen fourth. You, like everyone, fell for the Dundee United charm. You took them fifth, Hibs in sixth, County, Motherwell, Livy, St. Mirren's not bad. You've undersold you know, uh, St. Mirren as well, Kelly eleventh. St Johnson 12 But I would say A lot better than your colleagues in here So well done to you To be honest It's a low bar It's a low True. bar It's <laughs> DL and Wilson and Keevans It's a low low bar It's it not is. like me I'm pretty poor at these things But uh, I'm pretty pleased at that The Hearts players actually Just lining up Fraser. This seems to be a tradition now A this bit like the Rangers did The other night Because they're letting the, the free transfer lads The lads who are not Been off the contract The lads who have been Made unemployed They've got to come on And get a cheer as well Fraser. I remember when I left Well in 1989 Get booed, so there you go. <laughs> Fraser, do you realise what this makes you? You are top of no. the you are top of the duds table. You're the you're the best dud. No, I think he's done pretty well. A few of you, Mark Wilson, Fraser, Andrew McLean, all taking Celtic to win the league. So it was a bit well of a done, split. Uh, well done to you all Right, don't forget You can phone The open line is here It's open It's just always a bit chaotic On trophy day it's Weird kickoff time as well So I, I, listen I know it's all a bit different But we like to speak to you On a Saturday afternoon No matter what So 01419511025 Give us a call right now And tell us about what you saw today Even if it was so-called meaningless St Mirren and Rangers You must have had some thoughts On the game and the future going forward Celtic fans How special Is this trophy day To you Pick up the phone And let us know please The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open line No sign Of the party mood Dying down at Celtic Park Celtic have got their hands On yet another Championship trophy Premiership trophy Callum McGregor and James Forrest, my goodness, they've won a few between them. They're posing with it currently. All the fans' favourites going round taking the acclaim, uh, which means a bit different for us, as you can imagine. It'll be a while uh, before we hear from Ange Postacoglu, but we will. We'll, we'll let you do that. The phone lines are here. But again, Celtic fans, you might still be uh, celebrating a bit at the moment. So we'll definitely get to that. We're here until four o'clock, so there's, there, there is plenty uh, of time. To get your calls in So please do On 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB Any Hearts fans out there Happy that you've Clung on To fourth place You can uh, Get in touch But Andrew McLean Has anyone left Celtic Park yet? To drip out But that's because I mean Celtic Players after every Single home game Will do a lap of honour And they'll Applaud the supporters they've, They're doing it again Obviously it's very different To a normal league game but they've made their way round most of the ground they've applauded and shared the moments with supporters so the ones that have already shared that moment with the players have started to make their way out the ground but there are thousands that are still in the ground the ones that are still waiting for the players to get round to their section of the stadium the players were just gathered over where the green brigade normally sit in that north curve of, of celtic park they are you know the group that was responsible as well for the the display before this game the uh, Celtic players took that opportunity to get a, a photo with that corner in the background. They've got their t-shirts on, those back-to-back -back Champions t-shirts, and one by one the players are 
having a wee walk about with the trophy, lifting it up, getting the, the cheers. They also did a sort of second trophy lift as well, if you like, because they did the one with the official uh, cinch podium that faces the main stand that, of course, then leaves out the all the other people, the other half of the stadium that are facing the, the opposite direction. But they did a second trophy lift on their way round where they did a countdown. There was more pyrotechnics. Uh, the staff got involved as well. They were all there huddled round with the players and it gave the chance for the other stand to have that moment with the players to see the trophy lift, see the joy on the players' faces as they lifted that Premiership title for a second successive season. But the players just making their way round now to uh, close to the tunnel area and just beside me is where all the friends and families of the players sit, uh, where the players, uh, oh, sorry, the friends and family of the players where they sit. So a lot of the players looking up, waving and blowing some kisses to those who have been coming to see them all season they are their support network at home through these long seasons that they go through a lot of the players will have media duties to do as well but the main man the man that everyone is looking at is Ange Postacoglu, he's following behind as he normally does, he's got his medal round his neck that green ribbon with a gold medal attached to it, he's applauding the Celtic supporters and, and looking up, just admiring what he's seeing, of course he'll have enjoyed this day and Kyogo is out there as well he's been lifting the trophy he I think enjoys these moments more than anyone you see the joy on his face he's walking about a bit more comfortably than he was when he left the pitch earlier on Alistair Johnson is out there as well I think Ange Postacoglu is just heading over now to do his media duties with the television companies and the players are now gathered just in the centre of the pitch Leila Bada holding the trophy at the moment 100 Celtic appearances for him he's been one of the many successful signings that Ange Postacoglu has made over his time as Celtic manager so now the friends and families are actually making their way out the tunnel and will join the players hugs all round for them and the players I'm sure they will enjoy their night I'm sure the fans who are now starting to make their way out the stadium will enjoy their night as well it's a second successive Scottish Premiership title for Celtic it's a second trophy of the season for Celtic and they could make it three in seven days time yeah the party continues Celtic fans why not give us a call Ange Postacoglu embraces Martin O'Neill and is about to speak uh, for the first time following that trophy lift um, let's bring in a caller though because I did say it's a bit of a strange open line this we've got a lot going on and some meaningless games some meaningful games emotional scenes with trophy lifts and all that stuff but Brian's a Rangers fan on the line could you take anything away from today Brian or you want to sum up the season what, what's on your mind well I'll, I'll sum up the season I'm gate crashing the Celtic party here <laughs> That's uh, but I, my, my main point has got absolutely nothing to do with today uh, or, or this season to be honest it's basically to do with, with Mark he kind of sparked a thought in my mind about Alex Lowry uh, not getting game time and you do your full time teaser and I think a good question would be a many Rangers or Celtic players that have come through the youth ranks have played 50 to 100 games or more since the beginning of this century I think that would be an interesting list it's very very difficult you know to come through at both of those clubs uh, what I've seen in Alec, there's no doubt the talent's there, but you need more than that to play for a club like the Rangers. You need the mentality, and there's no doubt that Michael Beale, who has been involved in youth football uh, for a long time before he came to Ibrox, 
he hasn't played Alex very much if any sort of game time I'm not really sure uh, but I think he would have played him if he was showing up and that's that's the crux they have to prove that they can get to the team and not just play a small part but be the bed of the actual team and that as a problem going forward Yeah it'll be interesting to see what the future holds We saw Ben Summers come on for Celtic today And it's sometimes easier to do it in end of season games And Rocco Vata um, Has had a bit of football Brian mentions Alex Lowry in particular So even in a much changed Rangers team With people leaving and people giving chances He didn't get off the bench today How big is this summer for For young players everywhere then Let, Let's do it a bit generally Because for in Fraser Wish it will back us up here There is nowhere near enough in our Premiership this season Never mind the big two It's a lot different now um, In my day you you played in the reserves If the centre forward the, the first team get injured You get your opportunity That's what you were uh, Learning your trade for I look at Alex Lowry for instance Let's take this boy And I, I totally agree with Brian I think he has got a, a terrific talent But if you count The amount of midfield players Experienced midfield players At the disposal just now of Rangers It's nine in the middle of the park And you're talking about International players You're talking about Players on big salaries So where is the pathway? There's really none there um, And I think boys like that Are going to have to Look at different clubs Gone are the days Rangers and Celtic They can the transfer market I know Summers come in today And get a bit of time Vatis had a, a short bit of time but again in the summer Celtic will go and add quality Go and add international players The pathway for the top two You will have to be exceptional The care and tyrannies of this world You've got You look at Patterson Patterson went down uh, to Everton for £9 million And couldn't get a game at right back for Rangers So it just shows you There's still a pathway to go and play elsewhere But I don't think Alec mm. Lowry is going to feature much in Rangers There are two ways of looking at it though Mark Of course like I get Gordon's not wrong to say Well they need to be better But there's still Legitimate suggestions that That you know the, Whatever the structure needs to change or, or clubs can do things differently Or you know There needs to be a pathway there For you to find out how good they are Yeah well it's a worry for All our teams This league alone When you look at the young player Of the, the year nominations And you kind of scratch your head When especially the writers nominations When you're You have to be a young Scottish player Coming through And you're thinking Well mm. And years gone by We've had a glut of them And he, They were there on merit Of course Every one of them In the nominations I think it's been a problem This season Of course that gets heightened When you're at Celtic and Rangers Because Daz is right You need to be exceptional To break through But Brian makes a lot of good points If you had to go back And see The amount of young players That's came through And held a place down there, there won't be a lot Celtic obviously edge over Rangers But still not a lot Maybe an interesting one for the summer When we've all got a bit of time to think and plan Brian So let's maybe pick that up again But there is a lot going on today Trophy lift celebrations eventually Starting to quieten down a bit Certainly inside the stadium I don't know about elsewhere But keep your calls coming on 01419511025 And we'll start getting reaction Hopefully from Celtic Park next After they play you have your say 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Celtic players still on the pitch And you can't blame them Certainly enjoying their afternoon uh, So we'll get we'll get some reaction uh, To that game Ange Postacoglu with his young sons And Mrs Postacoglu Who you obviously don't see too much of But the boys look like they're enjoying 
their occasion One of them gets the medal from Dad mm. I hope the other one's not feeling <laughs> He'll be uh, raging Doesn't look like he's interested though, does <laughs> he? will be a fight tonight in the house, won't they? They'll have to share it around, that's for sure But posing for pictures And ah, Mark, look, is this the side of it? You've, you've been there Is this the bit that sort of brings it all home? Because for us on the outside, you don't Forget that It's just normal people yeah. In a sense With families and kids And things going on In the background That's it Well the fans Think footballers are robots That they turn up They do their job And they can just go again And go again And go again And they forget What's behind the scenes What makes those footballers Happy And, and keep them at their job And as a family member So days like this Are made for it And uh, it's only right That they go on the pitch To celebrate And some family members Get the chance to take Pictures and you see the fun side, the yeah. real side of the players and the manager because we very rarely get to see it throughout the season. I, I don't want to go too Hello Magazine on everyone, Hugh, but you know, two young boys and who were you know brought from Japan over to Glasgow, yeah. you know, to, to experience all this, and they, they must be loving it. Absolutely, uh, they have um, assimilated themselves into the Glasgow style of life very well. Uh, out in the West End, and uh, I must say, Mrs. Postacoglu looks absolutely thrilled for her husband. And the family look delighted. Uh, there's been some experience for them. And it was interesting to see Ange standing beside Martin Neal doing his post-match TV work because next week, Ange Postacoglu has the chance to join Martin O'Neill and Neil Lennon and Brendan Rodgers and the immortal Jock Steen by becoming a treble winner with Celtic. Inverness Cali Thistle stand between Ange Postacoglu and a place among the giants. Uh, the the TFO display before the game said standing on the shoulders of giants. Well, Ange gets to stand on the shoulders of giants if he beats Inverness Cali Thistle next Saturday. Yeah, all the, the players' friends and families are on. Kyogo's even doing some TV interviews. I don't know if he's going to... We don't hear much from him in English. Maybe he's going to give it a bash. He's been working hard for the last couple of seasons. I don't see the interpreter who usually just stands out of shot and uh, helps out, but I don't know. I don't know what the maybe he saved it all for the big occasion. Um, he just said, yeah, the, uh, uh, he's doing a Nakamura. Nakamura used to as a translator. He used to kid on. He couldn't speak English, and then yeah, Kenny Miller said he, he, he would drop he caught, it. He caught him reading the Sun on the team bus <laughs> one day or something like that. After <laughs> a couple of years of pretending he couldn't speak, he just said he's going to phone the Dazzler on mm. Super Scoreboard. All the mm. families are out there. Actually, I noticed Celtic uh, women's player Jacinta's there, and it's great that Ian Crocker from Sky uh, got there a couple of weeks ago, which means I don't need to explain why uh, she's there joining in the celebration with friends and family. But yeah, they're all all enjoying themselves. We'll start getting post match reaction sometime between now and midnight. Um, Grant is a Rangers fan from Melbourne of all places. What what time is it in Melbourne, Grant? It's just coming up to ten past midnight. <laughs> I love that, um, I, I, Grant. I can't tell you how much I love your commitment to this. I really appreciate you doing that. Um, obviously, you, you'd rather call not amongst all these Celtic celebrations. Being a Rangers fan, what, what's on your mind tonight? Then, how do you look back on it all, and I guess look forward to next season? Well, I think going into the game today. As I say, it was a, a bit of a dead a bit of a dead rubber, but there was quite a few bits of the game that I just some bits impressed me. I thought Matondo started off pretty well and then he kinda of fell out the game in the second half. Um the one player that I'm that I'm really excited about for next season is, is Suter. I think if we can keep him fit um alongside Golden, then I think that's a pretty solid centre half centre half pairing. And I think just I'm looking forward to next season. I'm a bit a bit gutted that the the season's done because there's 
not going to be much football um, until the games are back. But I just want to see who who Beal brings in, and, and I know I know some of the Rangers fans are still not sure about him, but give him the summer, and I'm pretty sure he'll he'll provide the goods. Yeah, look, there is no way you can put a gloss on this season for Rangers. You no. you can't, and we shouldn't try. Is there a is there at least enough there for Rangers fans to be feeling a bit optimistic about the summer and, and about what Michael Beale might be capable of producing? They've been asked to take a leap of faith here because so many players have gone out of the club, Morelos, Kent, McGregor, Arfield, uh, who were important. Helander less so because he was injury prone. Uh, and they've been asked to believe that Raskin and Cantwell, uh, along with Kieran Dowell, and others to come can hit the ground running at the start of next season. It was interesting the first call of Brian talking about the young players at Rangers. Young players are an optional extra because the fans want marquee signings. They want people coming in over the summer who can take the title away from Celtic. So the young will need to go to the back of the queue. That is just the nature of the business. So uh, Grant in Melbourne... Uh, we'll have to check and see who comes into the club Because he's been asked at the moment to take a leap of faith That everything will be okay And it's on Michael Beale's shoulders now He has to recruit well enough To take the title back from a side who finished up with 99 points And 102 goals And you know, winning more matches than they did last season That's the job Yeah, I think the point about Suter is a, a valid one I mean he's a top player I've played with him I've said it before The the promise he showed When he was younger But because he's missed Such a large part of the season I think Rangers fans Will see him as Almost like a new signing He's He's played the last couple of uh, Games this season He's shown up well And it's a glimpse Of what can be In the future I'll put John Suter In a good frame of mind That he's he's actually got games Under his belt Rather than getting into pre-season Still with that injury In his mind So the key for John is staying fit And everybody thinks that that is obvious But players are just sometimes unlucky With recurring injuries And John unfortunately has suffered that in his career But if he can get a run and steer clear Then I've no doubt he will be mm. a certain starter for Rangers next season Good riddance to this season was the message from Michael Beale Grant, is that is that how you feel about it? I think like the season going, going from obviously the European um, Europa League final and then really high expectations for this season and for whatever reason it just didn't click under Gio um, I, I, I was I was happy with the Beal appointment I had a few friends that actually wanted Beal after Gerard left um, with all that talk of him pulling the strings even when Gerard was the, the main man um, I think the last few games against Celtic obviously the cup final and then um, the semi-final in the, for the Scottish Cup weren't great but we're getting we're getting close and the game at Ibrox that like the atmosphere of the club over here, that's that's the best I've seen since I moved over here. Um and I think we're 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 getting there. I think we'll strengthen, they'll strengthen and it'll just be a case of just who can keep going. But I certainly don't think Celtic are gonna um kinda shut up shop and keep their players. They'll they'll be looking to, to strengthen. We just have to make sure that the the boys that we bring in are Equally as good or even even better, and and just kick on from the get go next season. Yeah, I think I think that's the most important that Grant mentions there. It's just the players they bring in. Rangers and Celtic will start from different positions in the grid. You look at Celtic now; 
opportunity to win the Scottish Cup treble. F1 reference there, I yeah. like that. With the squad that they've got, so they're not looking for a big overhaul. Rangers are. You're talking about goalkeepers right away. You're talking about centre forwards, two of the most important positions in your team. He's made two, three signings, uh, midfield players. And you've got to say the two that he's brought in, Raskin and Cantwell, have impressed. So that's the standard that Rangers will need to do. They've got a big, big job. And Michael Beale, I'll be looking forward to the summer. He wants to get in there, get his his, his people on board early, start working with them because he was given the job, not because his management uh, skills in the sense that he'd been in the game experience. He was given it because of this reputation he has of being a terrific coach. Now, once he gets his own players, he's got to live up to that repetition, uh, reputation for me. Thank you very much to Grant, all the way from Melbourne. Really appreciate it, Grant. Have a good night. Sleep well. Things <laughs> you never thought you would have to say on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. But there we are. That's how popular you guys are. Yeah. Other side yeah. of the world, various time zones. Grant will just begin out. Melbourne's very lively at 10 past 12. I can 12 imagine, right? Ian, Ian's a Celtic fan. How good did it feel to see the trophy getting held aloft today, Ian? Uh, brilliant guys uh, Gordon Gordon Mark And Mr Cavens And I like to just A wee quick shout out To my son Gary And my two best pals uh, Bobby and Kevin um, I hope they're enjoying themselves But anyway I want to put a wee challenge To Shoe Cavens Because Shoe and Mr Ray Who was on last night Are the two culprits That said That Ange Postacoglu Would be sacked before Christmas And I think Gordon Dale Might have been one of them as well Along No Gordon Dale wasn't one what, Just stop you in your trials Don't remember Alex I'm, Ray Saying they'd no, be sacked before I don't, Christmas I have never said He'd be sacked before Christmas either You Simply inaccurate Untrue mm-hmm. Let me let me speak Please come on guys Well no but Yeah but we need to correct Untruth scene Do you know what I mean If they didn't say it They didn't say it I mean Hugh To be fair Has said some things At the start That you are right To pull him up on But be accurate He didn't say he'd be sacked By Christmas I'm probably I'm probably as good a journalist as him. I'm sixteen years he's he's junior. Not entirely relevant though, just in terms of you know what, what we're just let's just keep it accurate, that's all. If you didn't see be sacked by Christmas and Alex and Gordon didn't, then we we kinda need to just acknowledge that and then we can move on to something that we do agree on. Yeah, but the media had him sacked the December after the three defeats in the first six games, Gordon. Now, that man has been miraculous. The Glasgow Celtic Football Club For what he's done In a short frame Has been unbelievable Unbelievable But the result today Was the Celtic Before the split Um, Because As Martin O'Neill said In his press interview Before today That he took a a flak When they were just about to play Hibs in the Scottish Cup final and he lost two games And it was his fault Because the manager picks the team guys But but what I will say It's He's going to sign A five year contract And you've heard it from me Wow where did you hear that in? He's going to sign a five year contract He's either going to get announced tonight Or it's going to get announced After the Scottish Cup final well, Who's your source? Telling you nothing Wow, I must. Well, it would be certainly dramatic, Hugh. What an what an end to the day and the weekend that would be if well, he was right. And we'll wait and find out. That's all you can do at this point in time. I, I will say to Ian now, he can phone back uh, and contradict me when the time comes. But that's just claptrap. That won't be happening. Uh, and 
you know, I think the the Celtic fans will be hoping that Ange stays for next season, but you know, Ian's just made up something. He's just come on. He might. I would be careful because if, if, if Ian's right, then. I, I would stand to be corrected if he exactly. phone back. That's but, why I just like to wait and see how these things play out. But for me, he's come on and he mm. is peddling a fabrication. Well, listen, only time will tell. There's no point in arguing about whether something might or might not happen. Let's just find out and then we'll know and Ian will phone and apologise if he's wrong, I'm sure. And you'll apologise if you're wrong. I think where Ian is right, I mean, he might have made some false allegations at the start, which is fine. We'll forgive him for that for sure. Is part of all that... All of this success is always going to come against a backdrop of a guy who was doubted. And let's not kid ourselves on by plenty of Celtic fans as well. There's no, yeah. no point this in This is a phone otherwise. call we should have had last season, yeah. you know, because but I did, but, but we did, but we did. We had it last year. Look, Ian's entitled to make his point, so it is still impressive, Mark, because it's adding to that success from last year. Well, that is the hard thing to do. Any manager, any player will tell you who's won a league, the hardest thing to do is retain it. And especially in the backdrop of rivals who are strengthening and rivals who got to a Europa League final and many of the pundits and the guys who know football in this show tipped the challenge from Rangers to be great. So the most impressive thing is doing it again. And what Hugh brought up earlier, making it better. Bigger points total, more goals, more wins, less defeats. To do that is the impressive thing. And it doesn't look like letting up. You know, he will strengthen. We keep going back to it. Rangers have got to strengthen. Celtic will strengthen. And that might not even be, you know, five bodies in the door personnel. That might be a different way of playing. We all say Ange Postecoglou will never change. We all know what he's doing. Full backs. But who knows? Who can knows we, what this manager's got we, up his sleeve? Can I just put something into perspective here? After those six games, 3-1, three, 3 lost. Ange Postacoglu went on a 32-game long unbeaten run and won the league in spectacular fashion and received all manner of praise, including the Manager of the Year title. He has gone even better than that this season. More games won, more goals scored, more points collected and tomorrow night will be Manager of the Year as voted for by the media. The second, second, the second year in a row. So... Ange Postacoglu, after a shaky start, received nothing but undiluted praise and deservedly so because of what he achieved. So for Ian to come on and look to try and dig up people for what they allegedly said but did not say about Ange Postacoglu is pathetic. Uh, Ian, how sure are you of this five-year deal? 90%. Mm, interesting Tell you what Imagine the party The Celtic fans Will have tonight oh, Well they could have done it In the middle of the pitch Couldn't well, they? He could, he could have just Dispelled everything Just saying I'll, I'll be here for good But we'll anyway we'll, well football's a strange place Gordon sometimes You never know What's around the corner And I know Listen a lot about Trophy day today We've had Rangers fans Phoning in We've got Stevie Who's a Rangers fan We'll speak to Last day of the season A proper spat between the managers and the Edinburgh Derby They've been pushing They've been shoving They've been scrapping At the sidelines Players Staff involved And Lee Johnson does not hold back In what he has to say Ooh. About Stephen Naismith After the game So we'll do that next oh, lovely It's Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line 0141 951 1025 Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio We're just waiting on Ange Postacoglu Hopefully not too far away Getting reaction 
uh, from Celtic Park. Do you know what I realised? In the midst of all the madness, we didn't even do the second half teaser. So sorry, end of season. We've taken anyway. our foot off the gas. The answer was Michael Higdon. <laughs> it was about two hours ago. Scott McDougall, Jonathan Brown, and Mark Gavin was the winner. Well done to you three in particular. There we are. Uh, I'm telling you some really interesting comments from Lee Johnson. I'm going to hear from them soon, I hope Because they've had a bit of a, a ding-dong Players, staff I mean like media staff and all sorts were involved in oh. the touchline So we'll hopefully hear from Lee Johnson very soon Let's bring in Stevie, who's a Rangers fan It's never easy, Stevie, I guess, when it's trophy day Not for your team So how does how does it all feel now, looking back on it? Well, I suppose uh, Obviously our first time caller here uh, Thanks, desperate Stevie. times call for desperate measures <laughs> And my question Or my request is really to Hugh uh, And the last two seasons Hugh has tipped Rangers to win the league I could understand why he tipped Rangers to win the league The year before last But he again tipped us to win it this year So it's really Could he change his tip for next year Away from Rangers See Hugh This is this is important yeah. to people Because whatever you say The opposite happens mm. So you need to take this into account Well I will tip who I feel like tipping And uh, I move from one failure to the next With no loss of enthusiasm Stevie Mark Wilson tipped it right Not that that, that necessarily matters now It's it's more fun for those who go Listen wrong. Stevie If you're going to win the league next season you shouldn't be bothered about me and who I tip You should be bothered about who comes in over the summertime Because uh, Celtic gave a reminder today Of how it was before the split And they gave a lesson out As to why they are the champions So you have to bother about Celtic, not me Yeah, Stevie, is there anything Is there anything that gives you positivity Going into the summer at all? Oh, definitely. I think since Oh, that's like the the Daleks have yeah. just breezed their way through air. Producer John will try and clear up Stevie's line. Uh, it sounded ropey to say the least. It was somewhere in between that and the old um, chewing the fat, chewing the eye, <laughs> voice recording. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think <laughs> Stevie was about to get to. There's at least something, whether it's small or not, you find out, but. Almost like the way a season ends, Gordon, is the bit that lingers. So of course, like Rangers, didn't didn't win anything. So I said it earlier. You cannot gloss that. But the only positive result they got against Celtic comes at the end. Mm-hmm. The only real positive pieces of recruitment were the ones that sort of came at the end. So you, you can almost understand why there would at least be a hope going on to the summer And then you find out if it comes to much This is not me saying Rangers will be brilliant next season I've got absolutely no idea But just sort of the, the way that it happens Kind of dictates it often how fans feel going over the summer 100% because if Rangers had the, um, had lost to Celtic again um, Raskin and Cantwell hadn't hit the ground running All of a sudden Michael Beale We would have Rangers fans on here a bit concerned about the summer um, we now know that the players that are leaving Well five left the other night there um, There's got to be new players coming in already And what I think is positive for Rangers as well And I think uh, Postacoglu is brilliant at this When they, when Even before the windows open He's got his targets He's ready to move He's ready to bring players in 
you know, instead of waiting to the end of pre-season, then you're running about and they don't have time to fit in. And I think for Rangers too, a big plus is if they can keep John Suter fit, because I think he is a decent, decent centre half, and I think he could add a lot to Rangers in the defence. But I think all eyes will be in Michael Beale in the summer. Who the the strength of the team? He's brought in midfield players. He needs a centre mm. forward. As much as Cholak scored today, Sakala's been in good form as well. But he needs a centre mm. forward, and the most important, will he bring in a goalkeeper? As uh, obviously he will. Um, and then he's got to strengthen in other areas. But it's exciting times because they're finished in a high as well. As much, not as, well, a, as a relative high, though. Yeah, not as high as Celtic, obviously. But they're finished in a high because everybody's talking about the confidence of beating Celtic 3 0. They're talking about, you know, Sakala scoring goals. They're talking about their signings, especially Cantwell. I think he's settled into Rangers brilliant. Um, but. There's still a big bit of the jigsaw still to be done. All of this talk about what might happen next season is, of course, perfectly valid. But we haven't yet factored in the biggest consideration of all. Will Ange Postacoglu still be here? Mm, well, we'll find out, I guess, in due course. Stevie, what about the... What about the... the everyone's talking about rebuild, revamp. It's, it's going to be... A big period isn't it Because you look at the players that left I mean they need replaced And then that's before you then start to sort of add to that And, and be better than you were this season yeah, Definitely we need a goal scorer That's going to score 20 plus a season We've kind of not had that And if you look at the start of last season We at one point only had one fit centre half In Leon King And that certainly affected us I mean we went into Play Napoli A team that won the Serie A Easily with Leon King and Sands at the back, you know, so that hampered us at the beginning. So obviously, I think we're kind of well off there if we can keep Suter fit because he's clearly a class player. I've seen him play for Scotland against uh, Denmark and he was outstanding. So it's taken us to the end of the season for Rangers fans to see that. Uh, but a goal scorer is the main thing. I think midfield were okay. Defence has settled down. But it's going to be key for the goal scorer. I think we held on to Morelos too long. Uh, obviously, we could have got money for him. We didn't, so he's away. Everyone went through him. I think we've got a great striker at the club, but he's made of China, which is a uh, roof. Uh, so he can't be relied on. So I think the main thing for Rangers is to sign a striker. That's well, going yeah, goals. it's going to be an interesting period, that's for sure. Thank you to Stevie and Ayr. Let's hear from Michael Beale on what is coming up. Probably the last five or six weeks probably been the busiest I've ever been. Um, not been shocked by anything with the job and the demands and stuff like that. I was used to it. I was here before. Um, but the added responsibility and just the added um, time off the pitch, managing other areas and, and going to do the recruitment's been busy. So I'm glad the end of the season's here, if I'm <coughs> honest. It gives me just that to focus on. But we're really in a good place with that. We're just waiting for one or two things to be signed off and then we'll start seeing a new Rangers team come together. Albeit with a team that has got over 90 points this year, which we haven't, someone else will tell me, but I don't think we've done that too often in the last 15, 20 years. When we have, we generally won the league. I think it's one of the highest points total. So again, everything's broken at Rangers. Uh, at the moment so I'm looking forward to, to mending it because that's the perception I'm not sure that's quite true um, 
I think we're the team that won the league this year deserved to win it in Celtic. They were the outstanding team, but our record was a strong one, and we're, we're I believe, adding to an already good team. Um, let's hear a bit more from the managers today because I'm interested in this uh, Lee Johnson and Stephen A. Smith stuff. Have you, you've seen the action? I showed mm-hmm. you. Um, Sky Sports put a clip up, and uh, there's quite a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So Lee Johnson and Stephen A. Smith shake hands. Um, I don't know what sort of said or the grip strength. I don't know if that's the bit that offends people. Lee Johnson sort of pushes Stephen A. Smith. He comes back. Rocky Bashiri's in, and then it's everybody. I've seen press staff, media yeah. people, all sorts wading in trying to wish it. Why <laughs> trying to to pull all apart? Halliday's just trying to make sure his hair doesn't get pulled. <laughs> don't pull my hair. <laughs> don't pull my back. hair. Hit my face. He's at the back for sure. This is what Lee Johnson had to say on the the incident itself. It was just a classic, my dad's bigger than your dad melee type thing, really. That was, uh, you know, obviously it was a frustrating game in terms of the ebb and the flow because there was no flow. Um, and, you know, the time wasting was quite embarrassing, really, at times. Um, and that, that's supposed to support, like, free-flowing football. So um, it was a case of, uh, you know, two managers that don't like each other very much and uh, that's what started it. Oh. There you go, that's pretty uh, honest Yeah, more of that please Yeah, yeah um. It's only a week since uh, Barry Robson was upset with Stephen A. Smith Because Stephen A. Smith forgot his manners at full time And ran onto the park to celebrate And blanked Barry Robson Who he later described as a friend So um, you know, if Stephen wants the Hearts job on a full time basis It doesn't matter to me whether he dislikes Lee Johnson uh, Or any other manager But you've got to have a bit of dignity and class about your yeah, football but At the same time Especially today though With all due respect to Lee Johnson Stephen A. Smith Has absolutely no need to be considered Consideration To be in consideration of free flowing football And he's calling the time wasting embarrassing Fine It's the last day of the season You're down to 10 men By hook or by crook You crawl over the line And you make sure you finish above your right The thing about it is if, Come on If, if it was reversed you Lee Johnson it, would do the exact yeah. same So Look he's frustrated Of course he is And then things happen After the final whistle Just the wrong word can trigger Something off And everybody gets involved I'm sure that When the uh, uh, dust settles They'll feel a bit embarrassed about it See Mm. that was Neil Lennon And Ali McCoyst There was mayhem The the government got involved No they just wanted to cover Wilson's goal goal, (laughs) But they've played together No Come on But they've missed each other At that time They missed each other But that's quite interesting For a manager to come out Usually they're more reserved With their comments Than it's just two managers Who don't like each other This is maybe just an interesting point For me For people who maybe You know The way it works after a game So Lee Johnson Will have gone to Sky And the BBC As as rights holders Okay He'll have given Separate interviews there He'll then go into A press conference And that's what you just heard You heard the press conference there Okay yeah. I've just seen a clip Of his interview With Sky Sports Which says It's two managers That don't like each other Very much So he's very keen To get that line out there He's, he's, he's repeated it Word for word and In various happens, interviews What happens is That when Stephen Smith Comes in Somebody jumps up And says uh, Lee mm. Johnson's just been in And he says He doesn't like you very much Exactly But Stephen A. Smith Kept a bit of his composure, I think, wasn't necessarily drawn in. I've got a 15 year career at the top level. I'm just, I'm I've, I've managed to yeah. pull things from some of the best managers around Britain. I've 
been in a role for the last two years under arguably Scotland's best manager for a long period of time. Um, I'm not naive to think I'm, I know everything, but what I've done is I've done my homework. I've had two years of solid, good coaching. So it's part of the game. Uh, let's hear a bit more from Lee Johnson as well. It didn't stop there. I just think he's had seven games as a manager and the way he speaks is disrespectful to the previous manager. Um, and we'll see after 250 games if he's lucky enough to still be in charge uh, of any club to see whether he's uh, still got that, that attitude. Hold on a minute. <laughs> so Lee Johnson's real gripe here is that Stephen A. Smith is being disrespectful to Robbie, to Robbie Nielsen. <laughs> what a twist this has taken on the final well, day. It, it underlines the fact that they really don't like each other. Brilliant. And the, 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 the comments there about if he's still a manager... Etc. Uh, Etc. Et uh, and Stevie Naismith clearly rattled as well because somebody has asked him a question about his suitability for the the, the Hearts job, and that's why he's you know. No, no, sorry. I, I think I've played them in maybe a, a strange order. If you think about that Naismith, that's in response to that last bit from Lee Johnson, isn't it? Sort of questioning his credentials. Mm. He's well, played so many yeah, games. That, that's, that's what that was. Level. That's what that was. They, they, uh, they really don't like each more. other. I mean that you that. Speaking with the, the, the journalist hat on, lovely. Headlines. Juice Johnston to serve. It's I want another bit of this. I love that though. So Lee Johnson feels that Stephen A. Smith's been disrespectful to Robbie Nielsen. Oh. That's a, mm. that's so a strange one, eh? It really is a strange one. But like there's there is nothing wrong with it. It's just it's unusual. You know, it's you'd be a fool to think that every manager Likes her counterpart Because some things Will rail other managers yeah. But they're just more composed And the heat in the moment In an Edinburgh derby Where there's so much on the line That spills over The emotions are still Running high at this minute Which is great Like you says For the journalists Maybe when they will look back And they may think That I, they could have I, kept I'm that in house Because I just feel like the, the repetition of that line From Lee Johnson And the time will have passed You know The, the camera wasn't stuck in his face On, on the pitch He's, he's then they can see he's, he's, he's done a couple of interviews. He's then gone upstairs and he's gone into the press room. That's he means that line, yeah, doesn't but, he? Yeah, and he wants to get out. He wants um, to let everybody knows. It's very unusual in this day and age because you know, the PR machine takes care of things, as you well know, Gordon. And managers don't normally come out with this kind of stuff. So here you have two people who clearly dislike each other. And it might actually strengthen Stephen Naismith's case because the Hearts fans will say, right, he stood up for us and he stood up for himself and he stood up for the club. Uh, so it might actually help him as much as the result did. Yeah, I'm just watching it back just to see who... Who's Started it, who, it. No, just who's who's handling themselves well. First thing to notice, if you are going to get yourself in bother, be near Rocky Bashiri. Yeah, that was, my, that was my first... Don't wear light colours. Um, <laughs> from, as you from, get the white jacket, a jumper it, on. From when it starts there... Toby Civic and is that Egan Riley? They're very angry at each other in the middle. I don't know what's particularly sparked that. Those two are really going for it. Where is the Glaswegian in the, all of this? The man from Govan. Shanklin's trying. He's giving it a go. Um, it's the Egan Riley and Civic bit that Hearts like media staff are trying to get in between as well, which is an interesting spin on it all. And um, why, well, yeah, handbags and maybe a Where bit more. Where was Halliday? No, he's there. Oh, he's just <laughs> supervising. He's like. Anywhere bar my hair He genuinely is just sort of looking He's, he's like right in it But he's just like yeah. looking around He's shamed uh, Govan He has shamed <laughs> Govan this afternoon He's got being, a barnet to look after Are we being you. irresponsible here? Are we not supposed to What is it commentators always say Or oh, scenes that no one likes no to see No one wants see. to see Not true though No we all want nah. to see them We love that 
Anyway, uh, we'll start getting reaction from Celtic Park, hopefully, next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Kevens, Mark Wilson, Gordon DL are here. We're a race against the clock. We need to try and squeeze in post-match reaction from Celtic Park, but it took so long today because of the celebrations. So I think we will do it. We will manage it before the end. Of the show, let's try and take one caller quickly. Rajas and Cardonald, how's it going? Doing sir, everything good, yeah. What's your point okay. tonight? Point is uh, just a very, very big congratulations to the Celtic family, all the man, the man, the players, the whole lot of sports. And the other point was I've just got a very, very funny feeling that fifty fifty just now to make go away. I know Hugh even said that Ange's not good enough came in, you know, and he lost a few games. Boy, you know, said they wanted him to... Well, he may, may as well pack his suitcase and leave just now, but funny enough, now he's going to get one of the top jobs in England. Oh. Yeah, funny. it looks like, and funnily enough, if it does happen, there looks like in social media some of them are doubting him as well, Mark. But we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. We don't know. It is going to be maybe an anxious wait for a couple of days. If the previous callers to be believed, it won't be anxious at all because there's a five-year deal coming. But... um no, these things are always hard to talk about because there's so much unknown goes on behind the scenes. Should be concentrating. Every Celtic fan is the the wonderful manager that they've got in place at the minute. Now he's never come out and said that he's he's going anywhere. So I'm pretty sure Ange Postecoglou will be sitting, thinking, and reflecting on the season that's went by and how he wins the Scottish Cup to make it part of a treble, rather than where he's going to be spending the first day of pre-season next year. Which Look Tottenham Is a big club With a brilliant stadium And a, a great budget And everything that comes with it So there's no doubt It is an attractive job But Ange Postecoglou Is in a very good job In a very good place As it is You only need to See what that 60,000 support Thinks of the manager today So I'll take a lot To prize him can away I, from Celtic Can I just reference something That Roger said there On the 31st of July Two years ago, when Hearts beat Celtic in Ange Postecoglou's first league match in charge, I wrote a column and the headline was absolutely not good enough. It was a reference to the state of the club uh, and what Ange Postecoglou had inherited. Since then, people think that's your opinion for the remainder of your life. That was my opinion on the 31st of July two years ago. Since then, I think I've been fulsome in my praise of Ange Postecoglou consistently and justifiably because he has been far and away the best manager with the best team in the country. And you saw at the PFA dinner the other week, he came over to say hello. Fans think that's your opinion forever. It was something said nearly two years ago and addressed as the months went by because Ange Postecoglou's Level of improvement The team's level of improvement The club's general standing Was Incredibly mm. successful So I'll just put that in context um, Listen you're still getting pulled up For stuff you said 25 mm. years ago So yeah, we've, got, we've yeah. got a bit to go It does feel a bit like Last season's Patter A bit Gordon Because mm. it, he himself The manager himself When he gave all these speeches When he won all these awards mm-hmm. Last year That's what he kept saying Yeah, eh, Not bad for somebody sure. That was going to be sacked by Christmas I think he's over it 
Uh, yeah, and so's everybody else because yep. let's let's be honest. There's a lot of Celtic supporters out there as well. When he pitched up at first, and there was talk about he's not brought brought any backroom staff. We don't know anything about him. He's he got off to a poor start. Obviously, I knew the guy and played with him, but Hugh's quite right. He's he's get praised from the heavens for the work he's done, the job he's done at Celtic. I've loved the fact that not the attractive football that everybody talks about. I think where his strength has been, his transfer markets have been terrific for me. I I know he's got one or two not up to the scratch, but in general, if you look at Atati, Kyogos and players like that, it's been absolutely terrific. Supporters can recall at will, very quickly, something that you have said that was not complimentary. They never, ever come on and say that was good what you said about Ange Postacoglu. Uh, they never ever do it because they get one idea lodged in their mind and it stays there. Ah, where's the fun in that? Thank you to Raja 01419511025. That's what we're here for, of course. Let's. We are. We are. And I've been saying this. It's not an empty promise. We will hear from Ange Postacoglu. It is imminent. We've not got long left in the show, so we're going to hear it. It just took a while getting a million pictures and handshakes and. Congratulations all around the place Certainly deserves it It's what this day is about For the Celtic manager Can let off some steam But not for long Of course Because They've got such a huge game Next week So Always good to see You know The the Celtic manager In a more relaxed frame of mind Because the pressure On his shoulders Mm. Is is incredible To to win Football matches You only have to look at the past week To see what happens When he doesn't win football matches You know People think it's the media And it's us That's criticising the team it's the Celtic fan base who are saying, oh, it's it's not as strong as we thought. We need to reinforcements. We've took our foot off the pedal. So Ange Postacoglu deals with that pressure. Day in, day out. Trophy days are days to, to celebrate and I relax thought, a bit. I thought the speech to the crowd was incredible. Uh, that That's enough to send every man, woman and child home and uh, keep them going until the cup final next week. The constant uh, repetition of the phrase... Champions again uh, was in, uh, inspired on the part of Ange Postacoglu. Terrific speech. Uh, I mean, I don't know how much of Ange Postacoglu's press conference will get out to you, but will be next couple of days, Gordon. Alistair Johnson. I mean, Kyogo was dancing quite a mm-hmm. bit in the celebrations. I like to think his injury isn't as bad as first seemed, but I'm not more, sure about Alistair Johnson. More concerned about Alistair Johnson. Um, I'm not a physio, but I would imagine that Kyogo, just watching him, uh, and no one being there as a player before taking a knock and the way he was at the end I think he'll be fit next week I don't think Celtic fans as much as you want Kyogo you look at oh he's come on today was absolutely excellent two goals Alistair Johnston would be the worry for me oh. he's always going to be a good day for us you know and obviously we uh, you know we won the title a couple of weeks back a few weeks back but uh, yeah until you get your hands on it um, you know it becomes real and and the boys uh, were brilliant today, you know, they, you know, I think their performance was kind of indicative of our season, you know, the way the players have gone about things. It's just, they were brilliant, you know, they were relentless, quality of football, outstanding, our goals were brilliant. And I think they had a shot on goal and, um, you know, it was a difficult day, obviously, for, for Aberdeen, but uh, I thought the boys were outstanding. Just everything from the display before the game to the performance, the celebrations, uh, yeah. that's the type of thing you get into football for. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, it's you know, it's not guaranteed. You know, you've got to earn these things. So, 
you know, all of us want it, but um, you know, you've got to work hard for them. And um, this group of players and everyone involved have has done that. You know, it's, um, like I said, I can be proud of them. The, the, the levels they've sustained this year um, have been outstanding. You know, the, the quality of our football, the goals, just the, the sheer amount of goals we've scored. Um, you know, it's a credit to everyone. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Hugh. today was always about the, the trophy, even if Celtic hadn't won today or won convincingly they still loved the trophy lift but yeah. it, it was like one of those earlier season performances wasn't it that's the third best team in Scotland and it was it was a, a walkover yeah the best you can hope for is to provide a performance with goals that indicates why you're getting the trophy at the end of the 90 minutes that indicates why you were far and away the best team in the country that also indicates that you got six points more than you got last season you had 22 goals more than you had last season you won more games than you did last season therefore you are better than you were last season and that's why to repeat the two words that Ange went back to five times during his speech that's why they are champions again yeah it doesn't he never strikes you as someone that all this is lost on a mark about you know how how much these things can mean and how much you need to try and enjoy them and so on. Yeah, of course he appreciates where he, he is at the moment. He's standing at the club. But what I quite liked about that was you need to earn that. When he was asked there about the stadium display and the celebrations, you need to earn that. And he's totally right. You need to earn that level uh, of love, let's say, from the, the Celtic fans. They adore him. Um, but they don't get to see the hard work that he puts in every single day. On the training ground And days like today Just bring it all into Sharp focus The choreographed goals He spoke about How many times have we spoke about The amount of goals They've scored that are similar That's been worked on Drilled into those players And they deserve it A quick injury update Since we are running out of time On Alistair Johnson Didn't think we'd get 90 out of him today He just felt it lock up Have to assess it Um, Kyogo Don't think it's anything Serious but too early to tell The way they're jumping around and celebrating I hope they'll be okay He says So there we are We've known for a while that Celtic Are champions And they've got their hands on The Premiership Trophy Party time begins But There is one still Step to be taken Next week A potential treble In the Scottish Cup final Against Inverness Cali Thistle The league is not quite over yet Big games In the bottom six tomorrow Dundee United Probably going to finish bottom Who'll finish in the playoffs All questions that will be answered tomorrow And we'll be back on Monday night From 6 o'clock So make sure you join us Monday at 6 o'clock And in the meantime Stay right there Grant Thompson is up next